This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is Fast Break Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Anderson, alongside me, as always, is Ricky Wimmer. What's up, what's up, guys? And Dave Oster. Hey, everybody. And today, we are going to be talking about Kawhi Leonard wanting out of San Antonio. It has been flooding your Twitter, most likely. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about Kawhi and landing spots for him. We're going to talk about landing spots for LeBron James. Some might say the greatest of all time. Some might not. And Ricky Wimmer. Um, We're also going to welcome in, we know who the other person is. We're going to welcome in two patrons as well. We're going to talk about the Suns draft with our boy Z, and then we're going to talk about the ultimate fantasy draft with Jake. We're going to welcome in Jake, and we're going to pick a starting five, a six-man, and a coach with our buddy Jake going through the pantheon of old NBA players trying to create the best lineup we possibly can. Thank you for joining us here on the Fast Break. Before we jump into the podcast, just a couple things. If you want to be a patron like Z and Jake, head over to patreon.com slash podcast if you want to support us. we got the $10 here where you can be a podca- uh, you'd be on a podcast with Jake or like Jake um, and Zani. Not like, you know, not be on a podcast mm-hmm. with Z and, and Jake with but us, like but like them. Um, you can also go to iTunes. You can rate us five stars there. We greatly appreciate it. Um, if you want to go over there, help us out, help support us. And you can also um, help, you know, the onside kick, the Brunton podcast mm-hmm. and the Rick and Johnny podcast over there. And finally, check out mostvaluablepodcast.com. We have all of our articles, all of our podcasts posted up there. And we also have our site up there if you want to support us and buy some t-shirts mark was just recently shipping out some t-shirts so yep. uh, thank you to everybody who support us there but boys the big news today came in around noontime noontime central uh mm. that Kawhi leonard wants out from the san antonio spurs that's coming from shams also on it was Woj, um and i think chris haynes yep. was the first one that i saw uh drop it as well but shams Tweeting out, Kawhi Leonard wants out from the San Antonio Spurs. League sources tell Yahoo, and it kind of caught the Spurs, from what I'm hearing as well, Mm -hmm. um, off guards as well. They weren't really expecting this because Pop and Kawhi didn't meet face-to-face, and this is Kawhi's camp pretty much going out and going straight to social media to say Kawhi wants out of San Antonio, and Woj just saying that his likely destination, or at least his preferable destination, is the Los Angeles Lakers. So let's talk about it. We're not too shocked because we covered it during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Kawhi obviously didn't play for the San Antonio Spurs too much. He tried out his uh, leg a little bit, but didn't really stay committed to playing. They pulled him. They wanted him to make sure he was healthy, and he didn't see him after that After that January uh, game uh, against the Grizzlies. So let's talk about it, Ricky. You, you keep bringing up LeBron to the Lakers. Now Kawhi possibly the Lakers. Should the Spurs trade Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers? Well, I'm going to say yes, that they should trade him to the Lakers only because... Well, I'll say it this way. Mm-hmm. For the Spurs as a team, they shouldn't care who they trade him for. The thing that I think is the best team to trade him to from an outside would be the Lakers, only because if I'm like a Celtics, if I'm like a 76ers, why am I trading Kawhi? Why am I trading for Kawhi for a one year rental, half a year rental? Because the interesting thing with this is first, the Spurs are kind of fucked with this because it's all right we either keep him and he leaves at the end of the year or we trade him but then it's like our team's gonna want to trade for him even though he's come out and said like i want to go to la lakers being that team our other team's gonna want to throw assets at us just to get him for half a year because there's no reason why Kawhi, if he goes to philly can't be like yeah this was nice but now I'm going to leave. I'm going to go sign with the Lakers, with my hometown, where I live in the offseason and where I'm more familiar with. So 
this was the first domino that had to fall, mm-hmm. and now the free agent season, the second season, starts for the NBA. All right, right. Uh, Dave, should the Spurs trade Kawhi Leonard to the Lakers? Uh, should they? Yes, because I think the Lakers actually probably can give them the best deal, like money for the money back, because Kawhi coming out and his camp leaking you know, locations that he'd like mm-hmm. to go to kind of ties their hands together. But at the same time, I feel like Pop is an old man. And you know what? Old men don't like being told, you know, what, what to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there there's a risk there that he just sits, you know, it's like you're staying on the Spurs the whole season until mm-hmm. I get something that makes me want to move you. And on that, being old school, Mark Heisler of the Orange County Report Register, uh, I think it's Orange County Register, mm-hmm. back April 21st put out a tw- uh, article saying Kawhi Leonard is available, just maybe not to the Lakers. And one thing is that it's a cardinal rule not to help Western Conference rivals much less the traditional uh, tradition and resources of the Lakers. So Pop, going old school, doesn't really want to help out his Western Conference rivals mm-hmm. in the Lakers, a team that he's battled with ever since the early 2000s, late 90s, yeah. um, when you know it was, it was the Admiral and, and, and good old Timmy D. So this is a team that he doesn't really want to help. So with Kawhi not having a trade, uh, no trade clause, he doesn't really dictate where he can go. He can say, "I want to go here," mm-hmm. but you know, pissing off Pop and also you know, kind of bailing on your team last season. And just the fact that you'd be going to a Western Conference rival that you're going to make Pop's job harder seems pretty stupid in my mind. So should they? Hell no. Will they? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen either. I think there's more a possibility that they will, but I don't think they should trade um, Kawhi Leonard to, to the Lakers. And I think one thing that I want to go off on, um, and, and I'm kind of glad one of our patrons didn't join this because I, I kind of want to rant a little bit because rant this whole thing I is pissing me off. Mm-hmm. I'm pissed off by the, the Kawhi Leonard stuff. I'm pissed off by LeBron James stuff. Why? Because I think one thing that people are losing is patience. And I think one thing that people are losing is, is, is loyalty, and it's really just irking me. I understand that LeBron... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, early in his career, he wanted to go to Miami um, and, you know, start winning championships, start being a part of a, a culture that he b- believed in. And then once that team started going away, you know, D. Wade started getting hurt. Bosch obviously had his problems. He went back to Cleveland to make sure he got a title for his his, his city. Now he leaves. I kind of understand that a little bit, but still there is no lo- loyalty. He left the team that drafted him. He left his hometown to go chase ranks. And, you know, we base players, their greatness on rings. It doesn't matter that LeBron James has gone to straight eight finals. It's imagine, you know, 6-0 uh, against Jordan. How many wings, rings have you won? Mm-hmm. And now this is kind of reflecting on Kawhi Leonard. This is reflecting on Paul George. And I, I don't understand what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. I don't understand why this is a necessary move because Kawhi Leonard is in a place that patience is key. This is a team that's consistently drafted. This is a team that's consistently built their team from within. This is a team that's been consistently patient with their players and they seem to be giving Kawhi Leonard everything he wants he they're, they're going to give him a super max if he stays on this team mm-hmm. but Kawhi said that's not that important to him he wants rings he wants to get out of there I don't think there's patience anymore in the NBA and it, it's just irking me because the Lakers are a team that I felt should have been patient it's a team that I think early on in my podcasting days here yep. at most Valuable podcast was a team that I said in two to three years this team's going to be making the playoffs now I was off on that but I still think this team is heading in the hey, right direction Lonzo I mean, maybe especially if, you know, Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James goes there. But, um, again, Lonzo Ball, uh, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram. I mean, I think they're on the right track here. And I think they're abandoning patience if they go after this. Because you're abandoning Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, whoever you do trade, and and giving up the hope and potential they have to go after Kawhi Leonard, a guy that hasn't been loyal to the team that he he was drafted by, haven't been loyal to a coach that won him a ring and an NBA MVP or a Finals MVP, mm-hmm. hasn't been you know loyal to the guy that gave him a year off, 
And I understand that maybe you don't want to play LaMarcus Aldridge. Maybe they made the choice of LaMarcus Aldridge over you. But I don't understand where the loyalty has gone, and I just don't understand why Kawhi Leonard just can't have patience well, right now. Or even LeBron James for that fact league. as well. It's it a is players a players league, and I love it. So, I love the mobility. I, I don't. I it, love it, Kawhi it, it Leonard. It the shit out of me. I love Kawhi Leonard basically having the the uh, everything in his favor to say, no, this is what I want. Because I look at the NFL side, and I'll bring that in a little bit. A guy like Aaron Donald, where it's like all I have is I can skip OTAs and mandatory minicamp, but it's not going to help me. Whereas See, but here's a guy the thing like Kawhi Leonard should say, no, I, this is, I want to dictate and, where I go because I'm not happy here. And again, if you're not happy with your job, what are you going to do? Stay there okay, forever. Okay, but here, leave. let's 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 put something here. And I understand mm-hmm. that you can you can pick where you work in, yeah. in the NBA. Yeah. But also, I'm I'm you know pull behind the, the curtain. We don't make an, uh, money. This isn't a full time yeah. job. No, for I me. know. So I'm, I'm just I'm, saying I'm applying to jobs right now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm applying to everywhere. Mm-hmm. Anyone that will hire me. Yeah. I haven't gotten a call back, and I'm, I'm salty about that. But um, <laughs> with, with that is, I'm not picking again a, a place to work. Mm-hmm. I am you know picking where to apply, but I'm yeah. just a picking in, in a job field that I mm-hmm. want to work in. And I don't really pick my salary. I don't pick where I'm working. I'm mm-hmm. picking who anyone wants to read my job situation. application and get my resume. But, again, this is something where Kawhi Leonard has the ability to pick a Supermax or not. He's still going to make hundreds of millions of dollars in the NBA. And, I, I, again, I, I'm not bashing Kawhi Leonard. I, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm just I – mean, this is my frustration in general with the league. You're bashing where the I, league is I right think, now. I think, I think this side, is you... something where, again, Kawhi yeah. Leonard – I, I just don't understand why this move is necessary for him. I feel like you're reading too much into different things here. From my point of view, it's Kawhi and the trust in the Spurs. At this point, he feels like he's been betrayed by their doctors. He had the two most veteran players on the team come out, speak publicly, and be like, I came back from a worse injury than that. I don't understand what's taken him so Basically, long. Basically, fall in line with Pop, Pop. Actually speak publicly about this. Like He'd been sheltered for so long. Like, nope, nope, Kawhi, you know, whatever. We're not going to talk about it. Not going to talk about it. Oh, Kawhi's injured? Why don't you go ask him? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, like it just got to the point where everything coming out publicly from the Spurs, like, we finally saw the cracks in the armor of, like, this is an organization. They're not just robots. They're not soulless. You know, like, like people want to perceive them as because this is a team that has had some drama, but they kept it on the download. They did a very good job at that. But now I feel like Pop is at the end of his time. They've made a ton of contract offers in the last couple of years that kind of put a timeline on Kawhi Leonard that maybe didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, dropping a ton of money on Paul Gasol, adding, you know, extensions to Patty Mills. Yes, he's a good player off the bench, but is he worth, you know, like 12 plus mil a year? I don't know. Uh, Rudy Gay coming off the Achilles. Well, he did play well. You know, it's you're taking a risk on a player who is at the end of his prime if he has any prime left because of a colossal injury. Mm-hmm. So I I think that there is more to it than the, like, I want to go somewhere else because I don't like this market. I don't care about my money. I just want to go play for winners. I think it's more like he lost trust in them. He feels like they lost trust in him. Mm-hmm. And then he feels like they didn't build around him well, to win. And the thing that I love the most, and this is going at like where the league yeah. is, they collectively bargained for this like, oh, you get a you get $80 million more million of a super max if you stay with your original team. And it's like, great, this is going to keep players with their team. Adam Silver thoughts, well, yes. And what, we're, and what we're learning is players are going, no, I don't need that money. I want to go play and win. But, because... what's the, what, but honestly, what's the difference between, like, I, again, this is stupid to say, mm-hmm. but 
what is the difference between 219 mil compared to 196, especially when you're getting advertisements? That's well, especially the thing. When you're is getting the ad money's more. Mm-hmm. So players get more money through the shoe deals and yes. stuff. Like too. you get more maybe to a guy like from endorsements. Char- uh, you know, uh, Chandler Parsons. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Charson Pandler. Charson Pandler. Uh, you know, Chandler Parsons. But again, like Dame has no w- w- reason to stay in Portland because he has mm-hmm. that Adidas money. LeBron has no reason to stay tied to any city because Derek he has that Nike money forever. Bank from Adidas forever. Yeah. I mean, this is a thing where again, the money doesn't matter. I think the players have too much power. I, I, I'm, I'm not blaming Kawhi Leonard. I don't know the situation. I don't know what he's going through. But it, the the fact that he's going behind, you know, uh, this camp at least is going behind. And he wouldn't not talk talking to Pop to, straight to, to Pop. Face. That I, that, that rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. And one thing too with with Kawhi Leonard is I, I didn't put him in my top five mm-hmm. for uh, you know players right now in the NBA just mm-hmm. because of his injury. But we know his talent. He's a very talented player. But if he goes to LA, he's going to now be in the biggest market, one of the most markets that you need results right away especially if this is basketball but he's so not going to be going alone That's we don't thing. know that we do we don't know, know that if how Ka- do we know that if Kawhi, because lebron hasn't signed yet no 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 but paul george but hasn't like signed i said yet. we can't Kawhi, sign anything no, but, the first domino if Kawhi goes to la lebron's <coughs> in la like tomorrow why is that because he's going to go... Is that a for sure thing? Why is that for sure? The reason we why... We don't know what's in LeBron's head. We're going to get into LeBron a little bit, but the one thing I will bring up in this is the thing that everyone's talking about is, oh, his kid enrolled in L.A. That I don't care about. The thing I care about more is his wife told him, L.A. or Cleveland, if you're picking between the two, even without Kali, who are you picking? Like, Game of Zone said it perfectly with the Paul George thing. It's like... You know what? I'm going to lose the Warriors anyways. L.A. has beaches. I mean, Mello went with the choice based off of his wife's preference as well. You know, or it weighed heavily into it, I should mm-hmm. say. It mm-hmm. weighed heavily. So I see the value in like that statement. Because and if public, Kawhi but... Leonard goes there, oh, we can win there, and I can this bring PG or CP3. smokescreen season. It so is. the only reason why I'm saying this, the, the, the Kawhi thing isn't a smokescreen is because everybody's reporting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like we heard that one thing from LeBron and his wife. Anybody can make that up. You can hear that in passing. We don't know that for sure. But we, we know, don't know what's happening but we know, with LeBron. LeBron, James. LeBron only lets things out of his camp when he wants it let out. But th- that's not something that is for sure from his camp. That can be something that just is heard in passing. Again, yeah. th- that is not... Unless it's coming from LeBron James or if it's coming from a guy like Woj or if it's coming from a guy like Shams, then maybe I'll buy into it. If his but wife's it, burner accounts at it. Yeah, if his wife's burner accounts at it. If, if, you know, if, it's, if it's just Johnny Rockets on Twitter, I don't really give a fuck. Wow. Um, so it, it's something where I don't know where LeBron's going. I, I said on this podcast, I have a bet saying I'll paint my face. Purple and gold if LeBron goes to L.A. Eight bucks. But Get one ready. Thing, I'm already but, ordering But one thing, it. too, is even with Kawhi, there isn't even a lock in a secure that he's going to L.A. No. Because mm-hmm. Pop won't want to trade him to it because, again, you're helping out a Western Conference rival. And why would you go to L.A. if they're not going to give you the best ca- package? Mm-hmm. And also, if he is, if, if it, this is something that, again, he you feel slighted by him, why would you want to keep him in the Western Conference? Why don't, would you just ship him out to the opposite side of the country and go to Boston or go to Philly? Well, who's going to give you a better package than a team that Kawhi has verbally you know, his camp is verbally committed to mm-hmm. basically Boston. Get Boston out here. will give you Jalen Brown, Taro Zero, and a pick. Get the fuck out of here. But here's the thing: they can offer this. Boston's first, Sacramento's first, if two or if two or higher. Memphis, if nine or higher. Uh, the Clippers pick if fifteen or higher. Then in 2020, they have Boston's first, Memphis's pick, 
the Clipper pick if it if it doesn't transfer. Then mm-hmm. in 2021, they have that Memphis pick if it doesn't transfer in 2020. They have the Boston first pick. They have so many picks. You think he's going to unload the, the Anthony the, Davis the war chest? I'm they can Leonard. literally give them anything they want. <laughs> well, so they can, some... in picks, they can give them Jalen Brown, who, mm-hmm. at least wing-wise, has been fantastic so far <laughs> yeah, for, for, yeah. for Boston. Terry Rozier, while he wasn't consistent in the playoffs, showed really great spurts as an offensive guard, which would pair great next to DeJounte Murray, and also a boatload of picks, and they're in the Eastern Here's Conference. Here's the thing about the picks, though, and you can tell me if I'm missing any teams here. You mentioned Boston, their own pick. You mentioned a Memphis pick. Mm-hmm. You mentioned a Clipper pick. Yeah, what do like you notice about all those teams. teams? Could be playoff teams, or if not, 13 through 15, or 12, 13, 14. Do I want to be that low for Kawhi? No, I want to be the up same in the top time, 10 for remember, Kawhi. This is LaMarcus Aldridge's team. Mm-hmm. They're a playoff team, Sean. Who cares about these draft <laughs> picks? I know Pop doesn't. I mean, if Pop's getting a first-round pick, and mm-hmm. he's also keeping his own first-round pick in Pop at 18... Kids. Pop loves kids. What are you Hates talking about? Kids. He traded up to get Kawhi Leonard. Hates he tra- love he, that smile. He, he traded up to get Kawhi Leonard. He was nurturing Dejounte Murray by mm-hmm. himself. Uh, yeah. Dejounte was, was like joke. late twenties. Come on, get out of here with that. Dejounte um, was nineteen. Dejounte was a freshman. No, I'm saying like pick wise. Yeah, so I'm pick saying like twenty seventh, and then also late, yeah. and then also uh, eighteen this year, and then Kawhi was fifteen. Yeah, I'm just saying, this is a team in a win now mode. You got Lamarcus Aldridge. Okay, He's so fine. you're gonna give He's him Kyle Kuzma season. and Brandon Ingram? How's that gonna help him win now? Uh, Jalen Brown and Terry Rozier both have playoff experience. I think Bi is actually a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. I think Brandon Ingram is well, too. I but but also, I'm good. saying like, how is they gonna? How is it gonna help him win and now? What's is Brandon Ingram ready is, now to take over a team? Especially he's not in taking San over. He's a second man, second, and actually third. Jalen Brown still has have, experience. Really? They're the, the same. They're, they're basically the same thing. I'm saying playoff that, wise, it's not. It's a yeah, fact that Jalen Brown has gone to the playoffs two straight years. You are correct. I'm not I'm saying one's saying a like, better player. I'm saying okay. if one guy's going to help them win now, Jalen Brown has the playoff experience. He's been on a. Uh, he's been in a system similar to San Antonio. Mm. But correct me if I'm wrong. Later, like towards the Eastern Conference Finals, weren't there games where Jalen kind of disappeared? He also was unhealthy. Okay, that was that thing. When he's out there, when he's out there hopping, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh god, no. And he was mm-hmm. still like dunking on well, because he's. And the thing uh, with the Lakers, I'm not talking about performance. I'm yeah. talking the fact that Terry well, Rozier and Jalen Brown have both played career playoff games. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram has not even smelled it. Yep, that's the only fact I was making. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Well, the thing too with the Lakers is what are they even going to offer? Because yeah, most of us are thinking you're going to get Paul George. Well, Last year. Here's the thing. Indiana well, didn't want that. That was an Indiana thing. That was not a that. Paul George thing. And Paul George didn't didn't twist you don't, Indiana's but you arm. But you don't think what you don't think that mm-hmm. the Laker package is not going to be similar to what they offered to Paul George. Um, for Paul George. I mean with the with the um Thunder one, they did get two players that did help them. So it's not like I'm not saying the Indiana trade was them. bad, but I'm saying that OKC made a better offer. Yeah, but also And the Laker one did not interest them. Paul from George Laker didn't from, from, Paul George didn't twist their arm and say I only want to go to LA, basically telling any other is team Is Kawhi Leonard doing that? And also Kawhi Leonard doesn't have a choice. Kawhi no, it no, doesn't no, matter Paul what George Kawhi have a choice. No, 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 but I'm saying is And that's why he went to OKC. By by Kawhi Leonard saying LA and then preferencing the Lakers. Yes, like the Celtics could trade for him, but just because I trade you, now I'm giving up Rozier, I'm giving up Brown, I'm giving up all these picks just for a guy who, this trade might not happen this offseason. It'll probably happen during the season maybe if Pop wants to do what you said and it's mm-hmm. like, screw it, you're a spur. Yep. I'm sending all that to you for a half a year rental. But what, what, is it, what does Boston not have 
that the LA does. It's just a different name city. Yeah, Boston's exactly. a smaller. It's, Boston's Kawhi a smaller market with a better basketball yeah. team. Kawhi wants to play coach. there though. Like it, it, and it an has easier route to, to the with, finals. It has nothing to do with like where I would want to play. It's Kawhi wants to go to LA. So even if he goes to Boston, we're still in the same boat then with Boston, you, where he'd leave Boston for LA. But you don't think that Boston, after having a great season, pretty much going to probably the NBA Finals if they acquire Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to re-sign Kawhi Leonard. Wouldn't be able to intrigue him enough because LA is so uh, such of a magical place. I mean, well, the Thunder depends. had a similar conversation with less success with Paul George right now. It's that, and Paul George might stay. Yeah, now, there, now there's, there's the might stay. There's, there's well, still talk on that what Paul George does. is still interested. That, that's the thing is like you, you're acting like it's it's a far gone conclusion. It's we're saying if what's Kawhi a far gone conclusion. Um, like the fact that the Paul Lakers Stain. offered, uh, yeah, Paul Stain and the fact that the Lakers offered a worse deal. I said he was, I, first off, I said Paul George was interested in saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if he's interested, I'll, I'll be, I'll be surprised. There are reports saying that he is interested. And in there are also the reports saying that he's already out the door. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Reports can say whatever the hell they want to right, right now fair. because nothing's confirmed. It's mm-hmm. all speculation, mm-hmm. John. We're having a little fun fair. with this. That's fair. The point and that's being, why I love the mobility because we're able to talk about the this Lakers because of it. The Lakers may not offering the highest deal for him because he already came out publicly and said, I want to play for the Lakers. When, mm-hmm. Why are we going to give you – why are we going to give assets when we can just take you in free agency the following year? Exactly. And well, Our team's not ready to win right now. We can't afford LeBron James right now. Mm-hmm. So why would we give up assets for the future right now? Well, and the thing that I'm thinking about too is – Going back to that Laker deal, like you say, like oh, Bi and Kuzma, whoa, 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 Bi Kuzma, why Josh am I, Hart. Why am I going to give you Bi when Kawhi can just leave? I'll give you Lonzo. Like Lonzo. Like the thing that I'm hearing is that it's Lonzo and Kuzma. Mm-hmm. It's going to be two of those three guys: the Bi, Kuzma, and Ball. But it's like, wait, why am I giving you Bi when like Kawhi Leonard can leave? There's a chance that LeBron James can pick the Lakers. Bring Paul George over. Know that, hey, you know what? This year, I'm not beating the Warriors, but my wife told me Cleveland or L.A., and I really like L.A. more than Cleveland and that team that I had to drag and still lost to the Warriors. What? Where and are you the, going with this? Here's what I'm going to. It goes back to another thing that Magic Johnson said. Maybe when Magic Johnson was talking about, you know what? Like, this offseason, we're going to go really hard into it, but it's not just going to be about this offseason. It's going to be about next offseason. What if this is the one Lakers bring in LeBron PG next year's the offseason they bring in Kawhi and then it's next year the Lakers make their push with their big three mainly because the Spurs didn't want to trade him to the Lakers and then they get nothing for him. But my my thought is is if Kawhi goes to Boston if Boston's able to pick him up mm-hmm. Boston's a better s- spot for them for, for for him for the future because it's not for sure that LeBron's going to mm-hmm. LA. So the fact that if LeBron doesn't yeah. go to L.A., then LeBron loses out on Kawhi Leonard. So if they want to get make, and make sure they get LeBron James, they probably have to trade for Kawhi Leonard Un- now. Unless thinking, yeah. Kawhi doesn't get traded or gets traded to Boston, LeBron then goes, you know what, I'm just going to opt into my Cleveland deal, stay here for a year, we'll do this all next year. Great. Can't wait. We'll do it all next year. Can't wait. Yikes. Love and then it. PG goes to L.A. anyways because it's – his hometown, and he's not going to beat the Warriors in OKC, mm. so he goes to LA. That Are could you happen me too. Carmelo Anthony can't carry them <laughs> to a victory over the Warriors. I am. This is just frustrating. Yeah, because again, mm-hmm. I, I I probably sound whiny. I probably sound annoying, and that's fine. People say I'm a know-it-all, and I, I try to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but it's something 
that just bug it bugs me to be honest. Well, with you're you. giving the, you're because, giving the thought if you were Kawhi, well, it gets it's, the it's, juices it's going. something that mm-hmm. is just so vague. I don't know who to trust. I don't know who's in the right. I don't know who's in the wrong. And ultimately, it, it looks like Kawhi Leonard is just being uh, throwing a fit. And, and and one thing playing into that is if Kawhi Leonard goes to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and LeBron does as well, and, and this is going to be more on Kawhi. That's why I'm including it in here, not in LeBron's situation. Kawhi is now going to have this massive amount of pressure on him. He is going to need to be a team that is going to take down the Warriors. That's mm-hmm. the expectations for L.A. Is that the pressure if, more if they on get him LeBron though, James and Kawhi LeBron. Leonard, well, it's, it's going to be on LeBron, but yeah. it's also going to be if LeBron has the same exact series he just did, if he's putting up over 35 points per game, mm-hmm. grabbing 10 boards and near 8 assists, and he's shooting 50 and 37 from the field, and Kawhi Leonard no-shows, I'm not saying it will, he will, because again, he's a, a fantastic, talented player. This isn't about mm-hmm. his skills on the floor. But if he no-shows, and PG-13 has been a guy that has no-showed before, big shots before. Playoff P? If this, well, is, if this is a guy that closes down and doesn't hit big shots, he is going to be the target because you lost LeBron James's best shot and now this Laker deal is a champ. And now you are in L.A., which is the biggest market, and this is L.A. basketball. Mm-hmm. This is the biggest thing in, in, in L.A. I mean, the Lakers He's gonna dominate the market. Levels. So it's going to be something that you are going to get berated and bashed because you want it out of San Antonio and you can do anything with it. I That's, don't... It's a big way because don't all three of them have to go there, but... I think that if... LeBron, if the three go to L.A., most of us are not going to be talking about Kawhi. We're going to be talking about LeBron, and we're going to be talking about LeBron. Oh, why didn't he stay in Cleveland? He just lost to the Warriors. It was the same thing in Cleveland. The two things that I was um, going to get at after what you just said Mm -hmm. is, first off, the whole Paul George thing, too. I'm hearing a lot of people say that, you know what? That might not be a foregone conclusion. LeBron, Kawhi... And why would I take Paul George, who, like you said, no-shows in big situations? What if it's a situation where CP3 goes, you know what? I'm going to be the one to join up. And then you get CP3, LeBron, and Kawhi there instead of Paul George. Dave, final thoughts? Uh, fiesta. <laughs> a little bit of party. This has been a, this has been a fiesta um, of words and, and thoughts. I think that Kawhi Leonard is probably at the will of Popovich, a man who is made unhappy recently. Um, and I could see Pop going one two ways, like I started with. Just he, lost his wife, too. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, it's rough. It's a rough situation. He's probably at the end of it. Like, he's either done coaching in the next three years, mm-hmm. r- respectively. Like, I think he's – I don't know how much he wants to keep doing it. I think for the next year he'll do it, but after that, very questionable. I think he. I think it's up to him. I think they're going to try to make it work, regardless of uh, him saying – or Kawhi saying he doesn't want to play there. It's like, sorry, you're, you're showing up. Or else, like that's that's the situation. I don't think it gets moved this offseason. That like stubborn old man he mentality. Move this I don't think he moves this offseason. Yep. So they're just gonna hold him. And I'm let gonna him say walk. no trade. I'm gonna say no, not this offseason. They still oh. got the whole regular oh, okay. season to move him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe just clearing that up. Yeah. Where does he go? With what me, I final thoughts. I'm gonna lean towards that the prophecy comes and he goes to LA this offseason because the Spurs realize that you know what, we're gonna get. Three players from L.A. L.A. is going to give us draft picks as well. Yeah, we're going to have to eat Luel Ding's contract, but everything happens where LeBron, Kawhi, and then a third, Paul George or CP3, go to the Lakers. Who do they give up? The Lakers to get some Kawhi? The Lakers are going to give up Luel Ding, Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, and then picks. And would Josh you take Hart. That? And Josh Hart. Probably. You would? You think Probably. Lonzo and Kyle Kuzma could be good pieces on a playoff Spurs team? No. But it's the best offer they're going to get, I would say. You don't think Boston can beat that? 
I think unless Boston digs heavy into that draft chest, mm-hmm. which we'll only hear about after the Danny Ainge offered them 27 <laughs> picks. And then for, they didn't for take it. And they're like, no, man. Should Danny <laughs> no, Ainge do it? No, we wouldn't even do that. <laughs> Should Danny Ainge do it? Yeah, I mean, I think that... I think is, Kawhi's, is Kawhi Leonard worth it? That's the thing. They already are wing heavy. Like, mm-hmm. if you're moving like, you're a player like... Jaylen. Is it Jalen or is it Gordon Hayward? Because okay. I've heard rumors mm-hmm. of Gordon Hayward as well. Mm-hmm. And Ricky what do you Brown think is more intriguing? I think Gordon Hayward's interesting because they just gave him all the money, mm-hmm. and then he completely lost an entire year of his career. Mm-hmm. And he's coming off an injury, and you don't know how great he's going to be. And Kawhi's coming off a smaller injury with more time to recover. I you would, also got Kyrie coming off an injury. I would, I would go honestly. I would, I would ship Gordon Hayward. I, I think that I would, I would be happy to take. J- and this is coming from the man who previously, you know, Jalen Brown disapprover, but like yeah. he, I, I would go with that. Two things with that though. Yep. Um, one, you have Gordon Hayward locked down on a contract. Correct. Um, obviously I'm sacrificing security. Up, you're gonna, you're gonna free up space and and be able to you know max out Kawhi Leonard after that. Right. Um, but then you're gonna you know risk the opportunity of maxing out. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum because it looks like yeah, those guys are on their way mm-hmm. to max contracts. Maxes, but we'll see. Um, I mean, with the, if there's money out there, maybe, especially maybe in a couple years. Maybe people don't want to get max contracts anymore, Sean. Maybe. maybe. It's a new cool thing. Um, but, and the I'm other thing I want to throw out there as well is it's going to look bad for Boston if they, oh, yeah. just, but they also just signed a guy off, and they just shipped them They off. literally just ruined Isaiah Thomas's mm-hmm. uh Body career. and yeah. then now his career. So like it's it's not an un-Boston thing to do. Cameras off, but uh, it's probably good because I, I just I, I'm sweaty and I, I look distraught. Your hands um, are getting all clammy. But, oh, they've been they've been they've been sweaty <laughs> for a while. Um, but it, it's something where again I, I probably sound whiny. I probably sound like I'm a know-it-all. It probably also sounds like I I, I feel like I'm about to lose a belt bet because of uh you know LeBron James. <laughs> You're getting a little possibly. worried over there. About no, the pain. I, I'm honestly not. Um, it, it's just it's something that people might construe as it, but. It, it, it's just something where there's so much cloudiness in, in this situation with Kawhi and San Antonio that I don't know where to land. And if it's the way it seems, where it seems like Kawhi wants out and it's because of frustration with the team, I don't know what that frustration is. And it just seems like he's impatient. He wants to win now. And I don't know if that's for money. I don't know if that's for legacy. I don't know exactly what his motives are. I think it'd be interesting to see what those motives are. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand the move to L.A. because I, Maybe I think it's that, just I want to be closer I, to home and where I'm comfortable with. And I just want to play in L.A. because I have homes there and that's where I'm comfortable. I, I don't know about that. I mean, it, it's, maybe. Uh, it's I, I just it's something that I, I don't understand the appeal of big markets too well anymore because uh, it, it's something where you even look at. Donovan Mitchell, who was just drafted by the Jazz, wasn't mm-hmm. his choice, but he's making the damn best out of it. And people know Donovan Mitchell's yeah. name after a year um, in Utah. And, and San Antonio is such a, a well-run system; it's just weird to finally see it break down. And maybe I'm nervous as a Pats fan um, because San Antonio and, and the New England Patriots have a very similar system. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we see the the Patriots one, are people trying to crumble it down? And and, and now we see kind of a big crack um, in the San Antonio system. Let us know your thoughts on Kawhi Leonard. Where do you think he's going to go? Should the Spurs trade him to the Lakers? I don't think they should trade him to the Lakers. I don't think they will. I think they're going to look out east and keep him away from him. And even if that means, you know, it's just one year until Kawhi just comes back and signs with a Western Conference team, uh, you can at least try to prevent that by trading him out east. I don't think they're going to they're going to trade him to L.A., though. So let us know in the comments down below, where do you think the Spurs will trade Kawhi Leonard to? But let's move into the next topic we are talking about, LeBron James and where he will sign. Now, it's not for sure that he is going to sign anywhere. I believe June 29th is the last day he has to either 
uh, accept his option mm-hmm. or decline his option. We haven't really heard much about what he is going to do. Um, people are most likely assuming, though, he's going to decline at least test free agency. The one thing, though, is if he does want to stay in Cleveland, um, if he wants to at least secure as much money as possible, he will most likely accept because then I think it, it's going to work into getting the most max money as well. I mean, because that's going to be his final max, if I understand that correctly. Um, and until then, they write a new CBA. Until they write a new CBA. <laughs> Him and CP3. Um, and, and also, I think if he accepts now, it's going to be more money this year than a first year of his contract. I think he would make 35 mil this year. I know it's it's mm-hmm. a million difference, not yeah, too much for a king. But yeah, it's 35.6 compared to, I think, like 34.9 or something like that. Um, so not too much of a difference. But if he's going to accept, he's most likely going to take the more money. Um, so we'll see what happens on June 29th. But... We can still talk about it because if he declines, that's going to open it up to where is he going to go. And also, if he accepts, we could still talk about, you know, I, I think he might accept, but you obviously think he's mm-hmm. going to go to L.A. Do you think so, he lets him know ahead of time? Do you think he, before the draft, the Cavs know what they're doing? No. That's just not a LeBron James thing. I don't think so. I don't think LeBron knows what he's doing right now. Totally I, think he has a, I think he has an idea, but I think he's going to take time, mm-hmm. especially after the draft uh, of what every team does, especially with this Kawhi Leonard news. I think he's going to take all the damn time in the world because it's LeBron James, and teams are going to make moves to clear up space for LeBron James. All 29 teams will do it in a heartbeat. If LeBron James is like, hey, I'm going to Utah, they will clear up as much money as they possibly mm-hmm. need to to get in there. Phoenix, same thing. Every team will clear up that money to get LeBron James. Same with Milwaukee or any any small market team. They're going to do what it takes mm-hmm. to get LeBron James in. So let's talk about it. Where will LeBron James sign? This is our hold me to prediction. So whatever mm-hmm. happens, we know Kawhi Leonard's on the table. We know Paul George is on the table. Chris Paul is possibly a possibility uh, of being on the table if he wants to decline out of his option. Where will LeBron James go, Ricky? I'm going to say my hold me to him is the Lakers. But there's kind of three teams that I went through to get to that one team. Well, four teams. I'll put the Cavs in there. Cavs, I'm saying no right away because it comes down to if it is the Cavs, he's going to have to opt in. And then basically it's I'm staying here to then do this all again next year. I don't think he does that. I think that the game one of the finals has put such a bad taste in his mouth when it comes to this team that – He's probably thinking, hey, you know what? We tried to orchestrate trades to completely redo this team. We're not going to be able to do that again. It's not going to help us. Yeah, we can get to the finals because of me, but we're not going to beat the Warriors with whatever we can work with in Cleveland. Then it leaves three other options for me. Stay in the East, go to the 76ers. Mm -hmm. But for me, the whole thing with that, and I don't know if I completely buy this, when people are like, oh, but LeBron James doesn't like to play with younger players, and Ben Simmons is younger, and and Bede is younger. It's interesting to me, although they're third, I would still say no, and that's because the West, you have the Rockets, who really the best chance to beat the Warriors next year would be join the Rockets somehow, and Maury's going to do whatever in his power, trading Ryan Anderson, getting P.J. Tucker out of town. He'll do whatever. He'll move Mm. the moon and the stars to get LeBron in a Rockets jersey. No Rocket Man um, pun intended, but that's his best chance to beat the Warriors, him, Harden, CP3. However, I think that's not going to work. He is going to end up in L.A. because his wife, I'm going into that of, if she told him Cleveland or L.A., I would choose L.A. over Cleveland, especially if I was on that team and what happened in the finals. LeBron has enough money to just—I know it's, it'd be horrible for mm-hmm. him, but, I mean, he has enough money to just have his family live in L.A. I mean, if, if it's that much of a problem— yeah. Well, they he, have houses he, Exactly. Out there. So, I mean, I don't understand the, 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 the choice there. I mean, if, if LeBron wants to 
make money and, and LeBron wants mm-hmm. to at least, you know, make the most of his career, I think he's probably going to do what's best for yeah. him outside of an ultimatum of a weird report mm-hmm. saying that his wife gave him well, an ultimatum of Cleveland. And, I, and I just think if that's true, it's just probably his wife saying, hey, we're not moving to Houston. We're not move, We're not putting our kids in new schools. We're not putting them in new, like, places in Philly, Houston. We have houses here. We have houses here. Pick one. There are two teams you want to go to. Pick one. If that's the case, LA's the easy choice. Dave, where do you think LeBron James will end up? I mean, the Warriors. That's, it's it the could ult- happen. It's the ultimate answer because the Sign NBA... and trade, Kawhi and Draymond for uh Kawhi, for Kawhi and Draymond. Or not Kawhi, Clay. We just talked about Kawhi. I just that's think he takes a fight men, racks up with the Warriors, <laughs> and just gives a big old middle finger to Adam Silver. If that happens, yep. do they play the season? Oh, yeah, I think they do. <laughs> How many do and they And I think win? they do it for fun because that's a, team, fun. that's a team that could walk away with, like, 75, 76. Do they have a rotation where they have guys who just sit off every single night? I, like Steph yeah. takes a couple nights off. I think they do. I think they go full Popovich on it. I, I get, you get some DMPs on there because guess what? You can't DMP the whole team. <laughs> so, look, you get national TV games regardless. You're going to have LeBron two and all-stars KD out there. switch off the national games. You get at least two all-stars mm-hmm. showing up to any given – TV game, it's well worth it. <laughs> Do they need to get rid of Draymond and Clay for that to happen? No, if he takes it's a close. minimum, no. Yeah, but, but if no, he but takes, like if, if, if he, he needs opts to, in, to max. if he opts in, if we do a sign and trade, then that would probably be it. Would either be like a Clay and Iggy or a Clay and Draymond for that to work. I wouldn't do Clay and Draymond. I know it's LeBron James, mm-hmm. but why? Why? Why would I do that? Because, because I already have that's a team Cleveland that's winning the NBA want. Finals. Yeah, I have a team that's winning the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Why would I give that up? Yeah. Exactly. I, I, wouldn't I would do move it. Draymond. It's weird my next saying that, three but... first rounders mm-hmm. and like Andre Iguodala to get LeBron. Yeah, I mean it, it's. It, so you'd move all three? Or no, Draymond and Andre. Draymond is what you said. Okay. See, that's interesting to me only because— Yeah, Draymond AI and three first-rounders. The thing that's interesting to me about that is Draymond still has next year and the year after on his contract. Clay's up at the end of the year. Do you think you're going to re-sign Clay? Yeah. I think I'm going to re-sign Clay with that team. So it's just Dave not liking Draymond wants to get him out of town. I I respect the hell out of him. He's an amazing player. Mm -hmm. I I don't think— he need you need LeBron to play the four. I don't think Bron's going to the Warriors, and I, I don't. I think it's just because his, his whole legacy though. is going to be based saying, on. If you want to win a championship, well, of course. But my thing is, what that, does he want to do the most? What gives him the highest percentage to win? It's the same answer. What's mm-hmm. going to help help his legacy more? If he joins the Warriors and wins, or if he beats the helps Warriors his, and wins? If if he would join the Bulls and win, that would help his legacy the most. Okay, <laughs> here's my thoughts. We got the money. Is I think the biggest thing for LeBron James is not getting rings per se. It's just mm-hmm. helping his legacy. Is it winning in so front of Jordan? Does Go to Charlotte. I no. I don't think it's going to Charlotte. Brooklyn. I don't think it's it's following shadows. I'm just saying, no, I think it's about under Jordan. Yeah. I think it's about making sure that you can bring something to that that, that we haven't seen in the NBA for a while. And it's not winning rings per se. It's not winning um, a certain amount of titles. It, it, you know, going to nine straight finals is going to be something that I think is on the table. Mm-hmm. So this has to be a team that's going to be making the playoffs this year. So I think that's going to be yeah, that's going to be factoring in. Um, and, and I'm saying with the talent they currently have. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the Bulls, and I'm taking the Bulls off. I don't think he's going to Chicago. So you know, anyone with a pipe dream like that, 
I don't think you should look into that. Not um, I said rookie. I'm not going to take the Knicks off right now, but I think the Knicks are definitely in that camp and dangering very closely to that camp yeah. uh, of, of not having enough talent there. But it is the East, so that's why I will throw that there. Um, because LeBron plus a couple shooters on that team, you know, maybe they can get something to work out there. Mm-hmm. The other team is the Lakers because I don't think they're getting Kawhi Leonard. I just stated that. I think mm-hmm. they're going to ship him off to the East, and I don't think he's going to be playing um, with Kawhi Leonard. And I, you know, maybe you get Paul George. But then it's really factoring in you're going to be getting rid of players if you're getting quiet. And so you're going to have at least LeBron and PG-13. We know that um, with Lonzo, B.I., and Kyle Kuzma and Josh Hart, these players, um, and also their 25th pick. But I I don't know, again, if there's going to be enough talent on that Laker team um, to beat the Warriors. So you're not going to get to the finals. So I think you have have enough enough talent to make the playoffs and then also at least make the finals. And I don't think they're going to have enough talent on that team with PG and LeBron to make it to the finals to beat the Warriors. So that's why I'm taking the Lakers off there. Also, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, conference finals beat the Warriors. Are the Rockets Um, then the best choice then? Well, I have these teams out there. Okay. I have the Cavs. I think that it's Mm -hmm. it's out there just because you just did it. So I I think I don't think it's his number one option, but I think it's on the table. I think the 76ers clearly on the table. Um, I think that the uh, Celtics are even on the table, and I think the Rockets are on the table. I'll throw the Knicks out there as well. And the Knicks are this the, the simple pitch for the Knicks is. They haven't won since 1973. You're going to one of, if not the biggest market in the United States. You're going to the Mecca. You're going to New York, a place there. LeBron did not win, or Michael Jordan did not win a championship, clearly because he didn't play there. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't have that god like Lakers have Kobe. They have Magic. Bulls have Jordan. Knicks don't have that. They have Walt Frazier. No offense, Walt, but you're not LeBron James. I mean, Phil Jackson. So if, if And Patrick Ewing. Yeah. But he's not LeBron. He's not LeBron yeah, I'm not, don't give me that look. I'm not um, so, saying they're in so the same So if LeBron is a, and Ewing didn't bring a title. So mm-hmm. if, if LeBron brings a title to, shut up. If LeBron brings <laughs> a title <laughs> to New York, he is going to build that legacy. Because now you're having all these people on the East Coast understand mm-hmm. what he's doing. And, and people are going to see the power of LeBron James. I just don't think they have enough talent. Plus it brings a Boston-New York rivalry with the Celtics this, and the Knicks. Well, that's yeah. going to be a rivalry if LeBron goes to the Celtics. or uh, the, No, the, but if he goes to goes, the Knicks. Yeah, but I don't know about that. I think Boston and New York, they hate maybe. each other, man. The other team would be the Celtics. And you have a legacy. You, I mean, you'd probably be the best player to put on a jersey there. Um, but, again, you're going up against Bill Russell, who has 11 titles. Larry Bird, who has multiple titles. You're going up against Paul Pierce, who was the captain for a long time. Or so that's a lot, heart that's a lot to really That's a lot to really pull away from. Or so just Boston to screw with really Kawhi. Or not Kawhi, Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah. I'm, I got um, Kawhi on and, and then I don't know why. The, the other team, and the, these are the two teams I think are, are most likely, the Rockets and 76ers. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Rockets have Hakeem. But LeBron coming, beating the Warriors— that's the stuff of folk tales. With James Harden, an MVP, and CP3, his best buddy, I think that definitely plays into it. So I think the Rockets are a team that he can really build his legacy with, and the 76ers are another one, and it's a two-pronged thing because, yes, they have Dr. J, but outside of that, they don't have an NBA legend because they were you know, solely in the ABA for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So if, they, if he wins a title there, that's going to be something that propels him. But also, the biggest thing is that young player thing that you brought up. Mm-hmm. If he's able to nurture Ben Simmons, if he's able to nurture Joel Embiid and they're able to win even after LeBron's gone, I think that enhances his options because Jordan didn't leave the Bulls in a great place. He didn't leave the Wizards in a great <laughs> yeah, place. No. So, so I think that's Has something LeBron that if he, ever if he, nurtured a young player? No, that, I think that's going to feed into, that's why exactly. I'm saying that's what I'm saying, this is going to feed into okay. that narrative, that legacy mm-hmm. if he's able to take these young players 
two different heights. It'd be a good way for him to end out his career. I think it's something that it's going to leave a a nice taste in his mouth because, or, you know, a nice taste in people's mouth because you just left Philadelphia in a great spot. You won championships with him. And, yeah, you brought Because he's playing with Little Bron. And they still, they'll probably have picks at that point as well with the the process. So I I would say (laughs) 76ers are number one, Rockets are two, Lakers are three. Um, even though I said not the Lakers, yeah. but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll throw the Lakers in there yeah. just because that's the favorite right now in Vegas. Um, and then the Celtics at four. I, I think that the 76ers do have a great shot to, to, to sign him just because I, if I was looking at it from LeBron, mm-hmm. if I'm trying to build my legacy, Philadelphia might be the best place to do so. Here, I, I you're like... going to get to the finals. You're going to get nine. You're going to get nine straight finals. Then you're going to just have to beat the Warriors. You're mm-hmm. still on a young team. You have the ability to push Joel and Ben to some uh, you know, heights they've never thought they could reach I before. I like what you're saying. I think that could be one thing. I agree with you that it comes down to this move for LeBron is all about what's it going to mean for his legacy. And I like the whole cute thing you did with like, oh, you bring in uh, this player here. this play- Yeah. But to me, I feel like with LeBron's legacy, because... Although there are some people that have him number one greatest of all time, I'm not getting into that debate, but I'm going to say this. For the general consensus that has Michael number one, yeah. you're not going to change their minds. It's your number two. So it's not – I'm not chasing Michael Jordan. I'm not chasing more championships at wins, this point. Wait, If he wins four or five more titles, just give me, better than Jordan. Just give me two seconds. Okay. It's not necessarily I need to win five titles at this next place I'm going to. If I can go somewhere – and beat the Warriors once. That sem- He's already beat the Warriors once. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, again, again with oh, this okay. KD team. Oh, okay. okay. Because ever since they got KD, I can't beat them. If I can beat this KD Warrior mashup, then that was LeBron personal legacy, not legacy of like compared to anyone else. Yeah. Personal legacy, I got over the mountaintop. And for me, the two teams that do the best, I'll put the Sixers at three. But to me, it's the Lakers at two if they get the Kawhi Leonard trade. But number one in that scenario is the Rockets. Okay. CP3, James Harden, LeBron James with that Rockets team. Mm-hmm. They almost did it without LeBron. They'll do it with LeBron. Now, that's one thing that I don't have the, the, this problem with the mm-hmm. Rockets because, again, CP3 is buddies with, with LeBron, and they know what's coming there. And I think James Harden wants to get that to get over that hump. Yep. So James Harden might not be— yeah, I think that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Get over the hump of beating the Warriors. So yeah. I, I think James Harden is a guy that I think he wants to really define himself. And, and having LeBron James, it might be something that they don't clash right away because I think you know Harden wants it to be his team. Mm-hmm. He's been the guy that they're for the longest, so that might be something that bashes. But I think that they'll be able to separate that out. Plus, yeah. he can play thing, off ball with uh, Harden yeah, and CP. The one thing, though, with the Lakers is, mm-hmm. is, one, I don't know how much I trust the playmaking skills of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to have him play off ball. Mm-hmm. And especially if they get rid of Lonzo in that deal, yeah. where is the playmaking going to come from? It's going to come from LeBron James. Mm-hmm. And then also the other thing with that is how will Kawhi, LeBron James, and PG3 work together? Because it seems like Kawhi wants to be the guy. If he's playing behind LeBron James, he's not going to be the guy, and it's not going to be even close. And with PG13, I think there's probably a close argument on who mm-hmm. will be the guy, or at least the second guy, because yes, again, who's talented, who's more talented? Kawhi wow. Leonard. Yep. But playoff experience, Paul George has a pretty decent amount of playoff experience. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been healthier, and he's older. And the other thing is, I know they're both from L.A. technically, yeah. but Paul George has been kind of the guy that's been you know kind of building up L.A. basketball. It, it, I don't think a lot of people know that Kawhi's even from L.A. And we're also talking about personalities. 
Kawhi doesn't have that big of personality. Let's look at that that, that, that Warriors team. Where are you Clay, Clay's a very quiet guy. Clay's the third guy on that mm-hmm. team. He was even the third guy on that team even when KD wasn't there because Draymond was such a outgoing personality. Kawhi's probably most likely going to be the third guy on that team mm-hmm. just because people are going to view it that way. He might not be the third best, you know, third best player, well, probably the second best player on PG thirteen, but it's something that yeah. I, I don't know how it's going to work because Kawhi well, might see himself pulling, as an alpha, but he's not going to be an alpha on that team. Where are you pulling the thing that he wants to be the number one guy? I feel like that's what. Why wouldn't you want to be the number one guy? Like the one thing with that is he's already the like technically he's already the number mm-hmm. one guy at in in uh, San Antonio, but he probably feels like it's Pop's team, not his team. Mm-hmm. I feel a big thing about Kawhi is that this. I, I'm not pulling you for him, York. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out why the he's fuck Kawhi wants out. You know, so I just, Kawhi I just on the don't floor see is the, the guy. But I then guess. again, it's like it's with that is like you know people were wondering why didn't they trade Lamarcus Aldridge? Mm-hmm. They were thinking about that, and then did it, yep. you know Kawhi and Lamarcus didn't work together. Um, so we were thinking maybe that was something that Kawhi was pushing for. He wanted him out. I, I don't know what's going on with Kawhi, and mm-hmm. maybe he wants to be the guy. So if they go and get Kawhi Leonard, and then they bring in LeBron James, they bring in Paul George, that's competition for them. I don't know how those are going to work out. And then also, how is Luke Walton going to deal with that? Because let's look back at the first big three that LeBron was part of. Chris Bosh, D. Wade, LeBron, they all wanted to play together. They all put that together to make sure they played together. And even then, it still didn't work right away. Spolstra almost got canned for it. And even then, the first year, they didn't win a title. So if they beat the Warriors and then get to the finals and Boston beats them, could you imagine the outrage there? Or if they lose to the Warriors again in the Western Conference Finals, then that hurts LeBron's legacy more because he didn't go to nine straight finals. So that's something that, again, you put together this huge super team. You left your hometown again, LeBron. You went to L.A., and you still couldn't beat the Warriors. That's going to hurt his legacy even more. So I think if he goes to the finals, goes with a young Philadelphia team, and they get this close to beating him, that's going to help his legacy more than going and building a massive super team in L.A. and, again, losing to the Warriors. But, but what that's if he goes hurt to Philly and he loses to the Celtics? Mm-hmm. Because a healthy, mm-hmm. healthy Kyrie Irving, healthy that's Gordon fair. Hayward. But what do you think is more, more, Maybe a more possible? That the, those three, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James, get together. I think that they and, can and, work together. I, I think you're overplaying that because if there's one coach that you'd want, and it's not if it's not Steve Kerr, mm-hmm. you want the guy who learned under Steve Kerr, who learned how to manage superstars together and actually coached for more than half a season mm-hmm. because of Steve Kerr's health. You take Luke Walton. There's a guy who is a player's first coach. He's a guy who lets players go out there, do their thing, and with three veterans who two are defensive stalwarts, top probably top five, top ten defensive players like two-way players in the league right now top five for sure um lebron james can pick and choose when to take plays off on defense lebron james can focus more on making sure the ball move on that offense is fantastic you're not dealing with a russell westbrook and a pissed off paul george because he doesn't get touches you're dealing with one of the most um unselfish players in nba history and with a head coach who wants it to be very team ball he doesn't want it to be like he's he's not a he by the numbers movement. kind of guy, mm-hmm. so I think that like as far as perfect setups go, that's a pretty good situation. I think I could see like all three of them averaging like twenty points a game. And to be honest, like their whole organization with the Lakers is starting to remind me if they get the big three that they want, yeah, will almost remind me of an LA version of Miami, where it's like Luke Walton fills that Spolster role, Magic Johnson <sighs> fills the. Um, Pat Riley exec role, and then you got your Kawhi Peach three. No, 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 no. I'm not saying like he's a public the, figure. Yes, they're, they're both public figures. That's for, all, as far for, as that I'm goes. Say, used to be in the NBA. I'm yep. saying the big name yeah. in the front office. I'm right. not saying they're just done the same thing. Like, 
I'm how saying smart they are. the L.A. version of that. Yeah. And then you have this big three with Kawhi, PG-13, and LeBron. But if it's then in the same version, then they're mm-hmm. not going to win the title in the first year. Can they surround them with good veterans? Because that's mm-hmm. the thing that goes underrated about the Warriors Iggy, is the amount of veteran presence. Iggy, Sean David Livingston, West. David West, Zaza, well, guys who actually have that um, experience even, in their career. Even on that Heat team, Mike Miller, Ray Allen. Uh, Shane Battier. Shane Battier. Let's look at that L.A. team right now. Birdman. Who's it going yeah. to be? Oh, you're going to depend on Lonzo? You're going to depend on Brandon well, Ingram? You're going to depend on Kuzma? Lonzo might not L- be there. Luol Deng's going to be gone if they need to work out the, that, <laughs> that contract situation. <gasps> no, Brooke Lopez is gone. They can't bring him back. So what's going to happen? You're going to rely on those three That's guys. That's what I'm saying. You've got to find. And here's the thing. Those three guys, again, I know LeBron James is the guy that doesn't get injured, but Kawhi Leonard, how healthy is he? Mm-hmm. And then look at He's Paul had a George. Year off. Paul George had that freak accident where he snapped his leg in half. So, I mean, Yikes. I guess anything can happen. So then if you don't have veterans on this team, you're def- de- uh, relying on young players. Yeah. Then you look at that L.A. team, and if one of those guys go down, then you're fucked. So with Philadelphia, you have, again, I understand the most, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Injury uh, prone man in the NBA, pro, prone team in the NBA with Markel Fultz, Ben Simmons, and, and Joel Embiid. But also that team is deep. If they're able to keep around Marco mm-hmm. uh, Dario. If they're able to keep around uh, go to Ursan Ilyasova. They're able to bring they back are. JJ Redick. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a deep. Even TJ McConnell. Like they have a deep cool. amount of talent on that team. Where LA, it's going to be guys that need to step up. And I don't know where the are they going to bring that back. That like uh, eighth grade teacher that was hitting threes um, for the Lakers in the D League. Like what, what? Who are they going to uh, the guys? Was oh, it uh, some Andre Hawkins? Ingram? Yeah, Andre Ingram. Yes, it's uh, just with yes. the Lakers. I feel like if you get those three, they'll build it. Like Revenge of the Nerds. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, I, I think they'll draw. They'll draw veterans it's in this league. Dreams. Feel the dreams. I, yeah, I was saying, not Revenge even, of the Nerds. It's they're um, completely feel the dreams. Not even close. I got the quote right. The movie wrong. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but that's like saying if you like, build it, they will come. That was up. like, oh yeah, touchdowns. Are so, in. so who's the guy they're gonna bring? Equestrian. Is Jamal Crawford the the ghost of Jamal I, Crawford's gonna sign? And with that's them? the answer. I don't know. I just Yikes. know that yeah, if they do like, build who, it, who do you go? there will be veterans that want to come. Do they need to be? The they need to be quality. No, veterans. I know. Like I think quality veterans would want to play with those three. Mainly, Sean just Livingston for was a top four pick, mm-hmm. like, and he broke his leg in one of the grossest yeah. injuries in NBA history. But he still had talent. Like, you're bringing in old, you know, riddled mm-hmm. injury guys like Jamal Crawford and the guys thing, who can't play anymore. The thing I find the funniest Dare though pros. is I think it was today or yesterday. Yeah. You had Kobe Clown. come out with this thing where it's basically like. He's basically telling LeBron, like, oh, yeah, if you come here, don't forget, this is my that's team. The, that's a thing, and too. It's one of the things where I started laughing, like, Kobe, I not, love you, but it's Jordan, LeBron, but, but and then a bunch of players, but, and then Kobe. But in L.A., now you're going to have to start against, mm-hmm. it's L.A. LeBron versus L.A. Kobe. And you're also mm-hmm. going to have to go up against Magic. And you're going to have to go up against Kareem. And you're going to have to go up against Shaq. Like you, you think these LA guys from the '80s are gonna be like, oh yeah, so Magic was a Magic was a, a guy that was homegrown talent. He's a guy that's been around. He's a guy that did it the right way. LeBron, now LeBron changing teams. If LeBron like, gets him a ring, they will love LeBron's him. LeBron's new age Magic. I don't fair. know about that because again, you it's it's how it's it, not, in LA. It's not did you win? It's how many can you win us? Mm-hmm. Kobe had what six? Magic, I think he had four, three, two. Kobe I can't remember over my time. Uh, Kareem, I think it's six. The as Lakers well. have been bad for so long. Like this five-year stretch, the Lakers are in. They don't. They're not used to this. They're not used to being this bad. They just want to go back to winning. What happens after the next? What happens after the four years that LeBron James is? The contract comes up. What if he leaves again? I'm, I don't know. I'm not a future teller. Okay, but, but I, like, I would say then they're just back in the same put, void where they have Kawhi money, Leonard and Paul George. I would and put those my money older, on LeBron leaving though because every like, time that's what Kawhi's he's done. His prime. Like, come on, he's he's turned 27 mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Okay, so. but is he healthy? 
I think at this point he probably is. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Again, I mean, he might had, think he is. What if he comes? What if he comes back game one just like Gordon Hayward? Snap. Well, any that could happen. I would but, say, like, don't, don't if, bring up those because I'll just say the Warriors back just go again. down and yeah. like a plane crash. But and they haven't problem solved. But the, I'm saying, no, but, the West is I'm saying, wide let's, open. I'm up, saying, so let's look tragic. at history. Yep. Like, let's look That's at history. Like, I'm just looking back. Like, yeah, Steph has had injury problems. They've dealt with it. They've gotten mm-hmm. over it. But Kawhi Leonard just sat on whole season. Rough term. But no, but I'm saying like they've gotten over it and won NBA titles. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But get over it. Like Kawhi Leonard had to sit out a whole season. So. How healthy is he? Was Where, that, he was that because of an injury? or was We that, don't know! No, 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 no. I don't no, know! No, I'm, I don't know what's happening! I'm hypothetically asking, though. I don't know even I, hypothetically! I'm thinking that that's is more Mac of like a... Is real? I'm injured because I don't want to play for you guys. What hypothetically happened in San Antonio? I think Popovich, I I think Popovich went around behind his back. Mm-hmm. Did what? Cheated on his yep. girlfriend? Like, yep. what's that, going on? That. Did Pop, like, Pop kill an uncle? Like, what's going on? That, too. Mob hits? Yep. What if he went behind his back? I have no idea. I don't know either. That's, that's I don't know what's going the on only, with this Kawhi The situation. one thing I will say no to go... It's pissing me off. The one no thing one I will say I to clarity. go into that is I, I found it funny, and we mentioned it before earlier in the podcast, but when Mono came out and said the thing, like, oh, I came back with this injury, and uh, Tony Parker, the thing I'm thinking about is that those two didn't think to say that. Pop put that thought in their head, and they were good foot soldiers for Pop, and... Because Pop couldn't come out and say it, he had them say it because then it sounds better. Also, here's the thing. Kareem had five with the Lakers. He had mm-hmm. six total, one with the Bucs. Yeah. Um, Kobe had five. Um, Magic had six. Mm-hmm. No, Magic had five. So, I mean, like, you're going to have to win multiple rings. If you're only there for four years and you leave I LA, think if he that's going to be a riot right there. If he right beats there. the KD Warriors, that's enough for LeBron. And he's, is it? Why, though? Because then he still doesn't have enough. Uh, is any ring more important here, than the other? Here, I think if, he's if done he beat, chasing the if he beats, rings. If he beats this Warriors team, mm-hmm. if he beats this Warriors team mm-hmm. and he gets a ring, mm-hmm. is he better than Michael? No. But okay. I don't think. So then I what don't does think, this help him? Is there a number of rings that make him better? He's, like he's not at the point where if we're talking Cleveland the first time, but yeah, he's chasing I, Jordan. He's not chasing Jordan anymore. I'm talking legacy. Yeah, I'm talking his legacy. legacy. You're always so going to be chasing no point Jordan when he will be better than Michael you, Jordan. Is what you're saying? I'm saying zero, that his legacy is he's not chasing Jordan because he's not going to be better than Jordan at this. There's point. There's no chance. Yes, so because the people that have Jordan. So if he wins seven rings, he's not better than Jordan. But he's 15 times. Who do obviously? see that happening uh, but i'm saying we're trying to find your meter no i'm saying and i'm not saying right now that the people that because i know there's some people that think that lebron's the goat and that's fine you can think whatever you want but for the people like myself who thinks jordan's better I'm that legacy no. will never be changed no matter how many rings if you win so because of that if for the I next 10 think, seasons wait, wait, wait. he wins rings be, he's not going to be because the goat. of like, that i don't think lebron is worried about chasing jordan it's chasing Beating the Warriors and getting You're a beat ring. the Warriors, though. Not the KD okay, Warriors. Okay, but he still beat the Warriors. So as that on his docket, the legacy and even, is and the even legacy people is like myself beating Jordan. Bring that one down. The because, leg- oh well, Draymond got suspended. I've leg- said it. The forever. legacy is beating Jordan. Mm-hmm. So he needs to do whatever it takes to beat Jordan. So he's gonna and and, and if he goes that, LA, not only is it beating the point, Jordan, then retire because you're not gonna. Come on, Ricky. I mean, that's there. Uh, you you might be the why only person who wins basketball. Just Adam Silver shut mm-hmm. it down. No one will ever beat Jordan. Why do we have this sport anymore, I, I people? Hope, I oh, hope they God. don't do that because then we don't have a podcast. No, no. You just said it. There's no point to play the game because you can't beat Jordan. Well, and why try? What I'm saying is his in his head. Pull it in. 
His legacy. He's Wrap not. It up. He's not going to chase Jordan anymore. That's not. What, in his what mind. is he doing right now? What, what's his goal outside of being the he's Warriors? Just, he's trying to and, and, stay and, around. And, and, and what if he and wants to look, go into that post basketball, that mogul stage? Does like, it? Does I it look go cheap, to the what, more Hollywood? He wants to play with his son, so he's playing yeah, more. He's, he's just going to linger around. He's playing five or six more years until that I'm happens. Telling you, he can still do the okay. mogul stuff while but playing. Here, here's the. He's already a mogul. He's LeBron fucking James. Like that guy's had a Nike. He's a Nike contract for life. Like he's already a mo- he's already in movies. The dude's already doing everything he wants. Um, the, the the one thing though is just like LeBron. Like I, I, I it's it's about building building a legacy, mm-hmm. and I don't think L A is the best place to do that because you already have to go up against legacies that are already built. Magic, Kareem, Kobe. You already have to go up if you're going to go to Chicago. You have to go up against Jordan already. So you're gonna have to go up against every Chicago fan that already has Jordan in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a bad thing, but again, you're gonna have to go up against that. Yeah. You need to go and define yourself. You need to do something that people have go not done. Go somewhere people haven't won. Philly. They've won before, but it's been a while, mm. like in the 1980s. New York, 1973. Let's go back to the this Rockets. Rockets haven't won since 1994, 1995. Back to back, and that was Hakeem, and that was only because Jordan left. So, And one thing, too, with it, with that is why go to the Western Conference? Because it feels like you're cheating it out, too, if you beat them in the Western Conference Finals and not the NBA Finals. If you're go- It's like the final boss level. If you're, You need to mm-hmm. go up against the Warriors to win the title. You need to go up against the Warriors to, to become the champion because— only thing that people are going to remember is that you won the Western Conference so Finals. What you're worried and what about, if, and what if you win the 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 game against the Warriors and then you go up against the Boston? So, so that's so what you're worried about is basically a Reggie Miller Knicks situation of we're so worried about beating the Knicks we finally did and then we lose in the next. Possibly, round. I'm just talking like legacy. oh, I wish it would have like, just been the Conference like, Finals. I, I feel like if he wants the legacy to happen, mm-hmm. you need to go three and two against the Warriors or whatever. That's, three and three. You need you need to beat them. In the finals. That's why he goes to Charlotte, wins with Dwight, which Kobe could not do, sets himself above Kobe, and under Jordan, Jordan lays himself, comes back in number 45, and goes for the championship. Worth the tinfoil. Let us know what you think about LeBron James, where you think he's going to go. Um, also, I do have a bet that if he goes to L.A., I will be wearing myself uh, a purple and gold face uh, paint. Face paint face. Um, no, on, no, on, on the podcast where we talk about it. So uh, it's it's going to be fun. Let us know where you think LeBron James is going to go uh, during the offseason. Uh, Ricky thinks L.A. You think uh, Warriors. Oh, you're Charlotte. You're changing no, no, it actually, you're right, Warriors. Warriors, and Warriors. I'm, uh, I'm thinking... That uh, minimum Warriors. I'm thinking he's going to the Rockets. Well, let's move into the next segment, and we are welcoming in one of the longtime patrons we've had uh, on patreon.com slash most of our podcast. If you want to support us and you want to be like Ziani, um, go over to patreon.com and hit up that $10 tier. But welcoming on our buddy Ziani, we're going to call him Z throughout the podcast, and we're talking about how does DeAndre Ayton fit with the Suns. Z, you told us you're a longtime Suns fan. You have to go through the gluttony of being a, uh, a Suns fan. Welcome to the podcast. We're glad you're, you're on talking about Suns. Thank you, sir. Glad to be here. You guys are awesome. It's 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 cool to finally get to talk to these people because we had Bill on, we yeah. had Jake on, guy consistently. It's so good to finally talk to Z. But let's jump into this because DeAndre Ayton did talk that he's not going to be working out for any other teams after he worked out with the Suns. We heard long before Ryan McDonough even say that they were interested in DeAndre Ayton through the middle of the season. So Zani, so Z, uh, I, I, we always read it as, as Zani, but mm-hmm. Z, um, looking at uh, the Suns team, how do you think DeAndre Ayton does fit into? this offense and this defense and this team? Like a glove, man. Um, <laughs> I guess I could kind of start off with, like, the weaknesses. Everybody, you know, has something to say real quick about uh, his defense. But um, I hear you guys say it a whole lot. Uh, you know, defense, uh, one of the main parts of it in today's NBA is the switching. 
And um, I don't know if you guys got to watch a whole bunch of DeAndre down at U of A. Um, I'm a Wildcat fan as well. But uh, that's that's something that, that was really, really impressive that he showed me uh, this year down in Tucson is just his ability to switch on the pick and roll. Like um, one of the first times they played ASU, that's a big-time rivalry out here, um, uh, tr- uh, uh, Trey Holder, he uh, tried to isolate him in the pick and roll. Like they, you could tell that they kept trying to get him one on one, and uh, he ended up getting what he asked for. And I mean, he shut him down like a, for like a whole quarter. So I, I think I think him defensively, like he he's not as instinctive as he's as everybody expects him to be at that that size. And um, of course, when you got like Mo Bamba and, and Triple J um, in the league at the same time, you know, showing all these amazing defensive attributes. Um, you know, you're kind of comparing him to DeAndre, but I think I think the, the potential's there um, for him to, to be a, a great defender. Um, and then, you know, I kind of kind of think about Shea uh, out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen him get blown by a lot. I've seen him, you know, get broken down a lot. And people who he should, you know, should have clamped up, like uh, getting by him. And I think people give him the benefit of the doubt with just his body makeup and, you know, his size and athleticism that they don't give the same to uh, DeAndre. But I think I think defensively he, he has the potential and he will end up being that defensive anchor. And, and I mean, uh, offensively, it goes without saying, everybody sees how mobile he is, great hands, um, something that we lacked here in Phoenix since Amari. Um, at, the, at the point guard of the ball handler feeds you the rock in the post, you know, and you fumble it, you miss that split second to, to beat the, the defender. Um, and get to the rack before they do, but I think um, his hands is something that people really don't don't uh, don't point out when they're talking about his strength. Um, his hands, he has great hands, man, and that can go a long way. And uh, his touch, his finesse around the rim, and then his athleticism. Like uh, one play in particular that sticks out to me, um, athleticism, like his ball handling and all that. Talking about that as well. Uh, we're playing Oregon. Mm-hmm. This is right after the. I know exactly right what play the, you're talking uh, about. <laughs> exactly, right after the um, the the scandal, all that stuff, mm-hmm. whatever with the hundred thousand, uh, and they they were they were killing the man, and we hate Oregon out here. We hate <laughs> them. Uh, but they were killing him, man, just talking so much mess, chanting a hundred thousand and all this, and he just got the got the rock at like half court, and then just took it up by itself, like a little euro step, and just whammed on. I think it was a. Uh, Who's, who's the, the guy they got in the first round? Brown or something like that? Troy Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Troy Brown. Yeah. And he just whammed all on him. So, <laughs> I mean, at least I hope it was him. He's but, a, uh, yeah. I mean, Aiton's a gifted athlete. It's insane. And I think one thing that, that you mentioned is we, we do point out his defense, but I think something, Dave, that, that we do see, and, and Z mentioned it, is that he does have the athleticism, and the athleticism is undeniable. Um, and, and the one thing I do want to look at that is is how much do you think we're nitpicking DeAndre Ayton? Because, again, there's no perfect prospects no, out there. No. So do you think we were just nitpicking his defense? Because I think, I think Z did bring up a great point, is that he might be really good in switches and especially developing as a player. And we also talked about how much did he really care at Arizona because he knew he was going to be a, 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 you know, a, an NBA prospect. He knew he was going to be top five and probably could have came out straight out of high school. So how much do you think that we kind of nitpick his defense? Yeah, I think it was probably higher than it needs to be, but to some extent... Like, it, there was a reason behind it. Yes, athletic, athletically, he's there. Um, and Z, you mentioned it. Like, him on switches, he has pretty good feet for a big man. Like, for his size, he's able to move up and down the court uh, faster than anyone would expect. 
my concern comes down to, you know, like Sean mentioned a little bit, the effort. Like, was he always engaged in the games? You know, we saw some games where they should, you know, we assume they should have won because talent-wise, yes, they were there. They had more talent on the court than the other team. But at the same time, you're playing team game. Like, I get it. You're not always going to be able to just trump people on talent. For me, when I, I my big worry about him is the effort consistently and then, like, defensive IQ. Like, and I don't want to take this opportunity to get a shot at another player on your team, but like Marquise Chris, the biggest knock that oh I've God. heard about him <laughs> is he has a defensive IQ of a brick. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm not heard anything about DeAndre Ayton's lack of defensive IQ. It's more so about concerns about effort. But is there any concern on that, Z? Man, please do not mention Marquise Chris with DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> if that's the case, dude, I'm I'm quitting basketball. <laughs> I, I was one of the biggest, like, I probably jumped the highest when we when we got Bender and Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, I love and, the move, too. I've been think, I did, too. I've been, thinking, I've been thinking about it all week, like, just to, like, look at the that draft real quick and see who we could have gotten. Oh, don't do it, man. You're punishing yourself. I'm not, I'm not that big of a glitch. <laughs> but um, but to answer your question, um, yeah, man, that's that's something that, that I can agree with is his, uh, his, his defensive IQ. Mm-hmm. And really, his offensive IQ too. Like I'll say that as well. Um, it, it's not. It's not high. And, and the reason being is because he didn't start playing the sport till he was like 13, 14 years old. Mm. And uh, you know, coming from the Bahamas, he played soccer, and that's accredited to. That's where he accredits his uh, his footwork and his. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean too. Yeah. But um. But yeah, like uh, effort though. Um. I can't. I can't say that I agree with that. Uh. The the re, like he opportunity I think is more of the the word that I would use for his uh deep, the the defensive limitations that kind of showed up while he was in um, at U of A mm-hmm. and the reason I say that is just because and I, I, I don't want to sound like a homer but I mean mm-hmm. forget it I will uh, we've had a, we've man. had some homer moments on this podcast don't worry about it yeah I'm trying to be like Ricky man <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, Ricky's great but um. I think I think it's just because he played he played the four man and we had uh, Dusan Rissick, uh down there playing the five and that's a big dude and he was clogging up the lane and so I, I just think defensively like we the best is yet to come and we, we'll see it man we'll see how dope he could be and um, I think he's going to be that but to answer your question yeah I think um, his his defensive IQ is not that high i wouldn't compare him to i mean i pray to god that he doesn't turn out to be like marquise chris um and you know I, man i'm gonna stop beating up on him i just <laughs> had so much i had so high expectations for him dude i just thought he was going to be the next amari dude he was right? an athletic hype beast there, there was no well, reason to not love him coming out of that draft and we all have anger towards no prospects i mean yeah. I, i've done it before but ricky you've been you've been quiet so i want to mm-hmm. get you in here and, and one thing that z what's was up, mentioning what's up, ricky? <laughs> <laughs> that z was mentioning it and dave mentioned was the iq of, of mm-hmm. a player and at number one overall let's look at the two choices that you have you mm-hmm. have deandre Ayton and you have luka Doncic, okay. at least in dave and i's mind and, and z we'll, we'll get to I you because i think, you, I think, I think like, you got oh. some thoughts on that matchup but at least ricky one thing that we do see with with mm-hmm. Doncic is that he is very skilled and he has a lot of experience playing professional basketball overseas how much do you think there is a difference between luka Doncic's iq both offensively and defensively compared to deandre Ayton's iq defensively and offensively well to be honest when it comes to the debate with me of like Ayton versus Doncic. It has nothing to do with IQ. It has nothing to do with their ability at their position. To me, it's as simple as, all right, you're going to take Aiton at number one. 
Are you still in the belief, because there's a lot of people, and I'm on the side of this as well, that I'm going to take the guard, I'm going to take the wing before I take the center, because that's how you win in this NBA. Like, look at the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They're not winning. I know they got Who Draymond down there. They don't even have a center. I mean, Andrew Bogut, Zaza, they were even throwing um, Igudala out there for the Hamptons five, and Draymond was your center, and Draymond was a second-round pick. So, I mean, with the whole Aiton Doncic thing, that's where I think it comes to is, do you still believe, hey, we can take a center this high and still win? The thing I want to really hit on with Aiton that kind of – Z hit a little bit is with me with defense. It's not necessarily the thing of like, oh, he can't play defense. To me, it goes down to the how do I say this? The not the will to play it, but we saw at Arizona, it wasn't a fact that like he didn't want to play at Arizona, but it was like a oh, I got to play in college kind of a thing. Like, what if he didn't want to even play in college because he'd rather have gone straight to the pros? How are we going to see that with the Suns? I mean, yeah, it's a hometown team, so you're expecting that to be the so he doesn't lose interest playing because the Suns, I mean, even when we add him, are we going to say they're a playoff team? Probably not. Well, I think one thing with, with thing, that is is that I think it, with Aiton having the validation of being mm-hmm. a number one overall pick is, is going to the is thing, going to help. The him. thing I was going to say to combat it, though, in the end, was the thing I really liked from Aiton is when he was asked about like seeing himself in Phoenix— he compared himself and Devin Booker to Shaq and Kobe 2.0. Like, I look at that and I go, don't worry about him not wanting to play in Phoenix. He's going to be fine if you take him number one. Mm-hmm. And Z, I do want to go to you because you, you kind of said, oh, God, when I asked about the <laughs> Luka and DeAndre Ayton thing and uh, to pull the curtain behind us a little bit, um, that was going to be the proposed topic was Luka versus DeAndre Ayton, who should the Suns go with at number one. So what are your thoughts on Luka and why do you think Ayton is a better fit? Because it seems like you feel like Ayton's the best fit for the Suns. I'm with you, Ricky. You know, guards guards dominate the the league today, and uh, and I agree. The thing though is, guards do, and I don't see Luca as a guard. Um, I heard it said uh, like a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like for for Schiller or somebody. I don't remember. Uh, mm-hmm. But they said uh, your position is defined as what you can guard, mm-hmm. and I don't see I don't see Luca guarding these uber talented uber athletic um guards in this league like people always harp on how much of a liability deandre would be like when i think about having luca and devin booker in the backcourt it scares me dude like every everybody's going i could blow by luca Doncic, and i'm being hyperbolic <laughs> of course but i mean i don't i don't think i don't think his athleticism can it can hold up i mean I was watching them, you know, trying to scout them and stuff, with, you know, as much as I could on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just did not see the, any athleticism. I mean, he can dunk every now and then. He's 6'8". He should be able to jump a couple of feet off the ground and dunk. But, I mean, his lateral movement, his lateral quickness, you know, the agility, like, I, I just didn't see it, man. And, and I think uh, that is, is not – I don't. I don't think that that's that's what you want, especially in Phoenix. Like this is our first number one pick, man. I mean, you you know mm-hmm. how it is in Phoenix. Everybody, we always get sunned, like you guys say. <laughs> and uh, and God damn it, I'm tired of it. But uh, we finally we finally hit on it. We finally the draft gods, as they say, kind of show favor on us for the first time in 50 years. And um, you know, we got this is something that we can't take lightly, and we got to be super aggressive. And you know, that's why everybody's working out. We just had Trayvon Duvall working out yesterday and 
a whole bunch of scrubs. So like, <laughs> I mean, they're 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 looking they're looking at you know who who they're gonna get with the undrafted free agents and you know all this stuff. They're they're going above and beyond, and we need that. But I, to answer your question again, I just defensively, if you want to say that, I mean, Luca, I just don't see him being successful defensively in the NBA period. But I mean, we know how good his vision is. We know. Uh, you know the the experience that he has, mm-hmm. you know, and you know his his. I mean, he can pass the ball, he can shoot it, but I don't know, man. I just, I guess, I guess it's uh, Milicek and and all these other Euros who uh, kind of soured me on on drafting overseas. And it, it seems like you and Ricky kind of have that as well, because Ricky's very hesitant of, of European players. And, mm-hmm. and one thing, Z, you, you're a perfect fit on the podcast, because you're already yeah. calling people scrubs, <laughs> which, is, which is perfect. We call people scrubs and bums all the time. Uh, but, yeah. Dave, one thing, we know you're a huge Luca fan, and, yep. and, and, and hearing about the athleticism Sorry, concerns, That's all um, good, man. also the defensive concerns, what do you have to combat that? Because you, you, you've been talking about Luca ever since you know the regular season started, about how he is Before the best that. player in the draft. Well, at least, I mean, on the podcast, because yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we weren't talking too much about the 2018 NBA draft until yep. the regular season started. So in your mind, what would you say to non-European viewers, to, to the people that have just watched you know YouTube films and YouTube tape, what do you see in Luka Doncic's athleticism? Are the concerns overhyped or are they valid? Athleticism can be something that you grow with. Like there, there is like God-given athleticism where you see guys like DeAndre Ayton. He's seven one. His muscles are like out of control. Like, he was probably born with that muscle. He's yeah. freaking. He's a freak of nature at that point. Like it's it's just impressive. Luca's a guy who honestly has been playing basketball since he was born, but. He doesn't look like he's on any sort of diet. He doesn't look like he lifts weights. He looks like There's, a kid in a D2, yeah. you know, basketball program. Meanwhile, he's 6'8", 230. Mm-hmm. Like, size-wise, he should be there. So I think the biggest thing for him is dietary and strength training. As soon as he hits America, those are the two biggest things that you're going to get in that first, like, offseason. Because Frank, when he came over, had never lifted a weight, like, on any sort of training course, any strength training, non-existent in France. Like, it mm-hmm. just wasn't a thing that they had them do. So... I'm not overly concerned with it. I know it's a flaw in his game. Like there, you have to be like blind to not see that. But I think it's absolutely something that he can grow with because he hasn't been trained. Look at the development of Jokic, and as he develops, as he gets in better shape and quits mm-hmm. eating all these fucking cheeseburgers, like the man just ate whatever he wanted to because he could. Yeah. Well, and one thing too is, and as he mentioned, this was with uh, you know defensive positioning and and you are who you defend yeah do you see luca as a four do you see him as a three or do you think he could possibly you know dabble in guarding twos dabble in guarding ones whether he's on the suns or any nba team i i think he's a two through four like i i think he's got a high chance being blown by by some of the twos out in the league but at the same time his size and his his ability to go um like backpedal wise isn't mm-hmm. bad it's the lateral movement that kills him so if people have a good crossover move you should be concerned. But, like, yes, because of his size, he's 6'8", 230. He can guard fours and threes, and I wouldn't be terrified of it. Like, I don't think he's going to be, like, a plus defender, but I think he'll be passable. Well, and Z, going back to you, because I do want to, you know, kind of clear this up, is because Devin Booker last year showed that he was a pretty good facilitator. I think he had around, like, five five assists per game, a little under or maybe a little over. Um, and we, we saw him at least handle the ball a little bit more and become a, become a facilitator. Is that why you think Aiton is the best fit, is because you kind of already have a guy that can facilitate the ball, ball a little bit already at the two in Devin Booker, and you could even, you know, come in and draft a guy at that 16 spot? No, um, I mean, Devin Booker is, did show that he's, you know, uh, a pretty decent uh, playmaker, but I, I think it's just kind of Phoenix, man. Like <clears throat> if you if you think about it, we've always had 
our success has been linked to having somebody in that four or five spot. Um, you know, back in the back in the the Barkley days when I first became, I was born in the early '90s. So mm-hmm. uh, when we when we first when we first um, had Barkley, like he played that that four that four spot, and we had Tom Chambers playing the three or the four, uh, wherever Barkley did it, and we were successful then. And then you know later in the mid uh, 2000s, we had Amari and and, and uh, Sean Marion at the four or five spot, and I think just success is, in Phoenix is tied to us having somebody in that role. And I don't know, man, maybe it's just nostalgia or maybe it's me being biased because, you know, he went to U of A and also he played high school basketball out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, man. I just, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just think that. And then another thing is, the NBA, like like we've established, you know, is guard heavy now, mm-hmm. and it's not too many seven footers out there that are, you know, balling like you know back in the day. And the ones that are stand out, you know, the Anthony Davises, the Cats, the Joels, you know what I mean. And, and we have a chance to have one of those guys, and not not like them, he can stay on the floor in the in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? Like he 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 has that uh, good touch at the at the free throw line. And and I think like um, what's his name uh, Hassan, Hassan Whiteside mm-hmm. like that's that's what he doesn't have and that's why he was off the floor and cat I mean I think the the moment just probably got a little too big for him why he didn't show up the way we expected him to but I think that that's something that while everybody has their Hampton fives out and everybody has <laughs> you know what I mean Draymond Green at the five and you know six foot six dudes at the five and if we can throw out a seven foot one two sixty dude who can jump from the free throw line and you know what I mean? Just dominate. I mean, it's going to give us an advantage. Well, and well, I just like how. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, one thing I want to throw out there too is all these, all these guys were you know the Hampton Five, all these guys. The, the, these, these players are going to be older once mm-hmm. the Suns are a, a true threat. I mean, in three years, I mean, we'll really be looking at you know Draymond, who's going to be like 31, 32 years old. He's going to be slower. He's going to be older. So Aiton, who's going to be at his you know athletic peak, going up against uh, you know Draymond Green, a, a six nine guy who's playing the five, and then that's going to be even more of a disadvantage. But Ricky, I want to go to you because mm-hmm. Z mentioned something. DeAndre Aiton, number one overall pick. Played high school ball in Phoenix. Played college ball mm-hmm. in in Arizona. This is a guy that's a homegrown talent. Let's look at your days. Reminds me of D Rose. That's, that's exactly, exactly what I was going to So when well, I pointed, because I'm letting them, yeah, I'm was pulling the, the that's curtain. That's why I was going to go right. To I you. pointed at you while Z was talking because I'm like, I want to say something because it reminds me of the 2018 draft. I know 2008. We, yeah, 2008. <laughs> um, we're in 2018. We're in 2018. <laughs> 2008 draft of like I know we weren't picking like. Um, D Rose or a foreign player, but it was D Rose or, or B Easy, yeah. and B Easy had a really good year that year for the Thundercats down there at Kansas State. But it was one of those things where, like, the Bulls, we had no business being the first pick that year, Mm-mm. no business. We were like, what the <laughs> last team in the lottery, and we get the first pick. We take Derrick Rose, and I feel like that's almost like for this, it's like what Z is saying, like, hey. Not only have throughout his entire life he's had some at the five and the four that's kind of solidified it down. This is a kid that's played high school ball there. He's played college ball there. And now he has a chance to not only play his pro career in the state that he grew up in, but also like a 
you take a little, what's the word I'm looking for? A little pride with it. Like, yeah. I can be the one to put this team on the map finally so that we're not a joke and so we're not getting mm-hmm. sucked. Just finally say, this a... is not us jinxing you with Derrick Rose injuries <laughs> because may, no, may his career no, be much probably. better. He was better, before, he was a lot better before the knee injury. Well, he was an MVP. Yeah. Uh, but Z, I, I think you were about to jump in. What do you want to say about Oh, I'm just saying, no knee problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, one thing, too. I mean, he's not going to be throwing up dunks like D-Rose was and attacking mm-hmm. with the, the... I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, well, you can watch him go from, like, free throw line in and just with some force. Okay, but let's look, remember D-Rose's and, and the way he was always constantly landing awkwardly on his legs. I mean, hey, man, never, he, never learn how to He's not going to leave the floor too much. <laughs> like, he's, he could put his arms up he's and dunk. tippy-toe. Uh, but, and, and Z, it's, it's been great getting this insight from the from Suns. I mean, how, how for sure do you think it is that Aiton's the number one pick? Is it 100 percent in your mind it's a hundred percent dude uh the and i mean um y'all probably don't remember but i remember the um the josh jackson draft so last year Mm -hmm. uh you guys had the 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 live draft fee i was in the comment section back then and it's it's a guy out here um one of our radio personalities his name is john gambadora dude is from uh new york and man he is he is the plug i don't know (laughs) who i don't know who his you know who his sources are but as far as Arizona sports are concerned, like he gets out the message, he gets out the the info like twenty minutes in advance. Like how, uh, who is it? Uh, Woj. What's the guy? Woj. Just like like Woj. Like to be honest, if, if it's something Suns related or Arizona basketball related, uh, Woj probably gets his information from John Gabbadora, man. And, oh my god. And, and that's 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 what's been that's what the the, the conversation out here is is what we're going to do with the 16th pick more than who we're going to take number one. And, uh, I mean, the, the, the I would say if I had to give it a percentage, I'd say 99.9 and that 0.1% would be, uh, Marvin Bagley just because he played high school basketball here too. He's from Tempe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, uh, I mean, and that'll be cool to have him. And, you know, he kind of said something that was scary. He was like, you know, if the Suns don't pick me, they'll regret it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's going to make it a mission to destroy us every chance he gets. But, I mean, that's where I think the only doubt would come. Doncic Don is not even in the conversation anymore. It's, it's weird. Like, it's a whole bunch of podcasts and um, stuff about the Suns. And uh, all every all the, the, the podcast guys, they all wanted uh, Doncic. Like, they're all disappointed right now because, it's like a foregone conclusion that we're getting 80, but yeah, man, I, I think it's out of those two, but way, way, way heavy leaning towards uh, DeAndre. Well, I just got a question off the cuff for you, Z. I was just thinking about the 16th pick and kind of like what Dave did in our last mock draft. Suns fan, you can go full homerism here. Oh, is this the trade? What would No, what would you rather no, do? Do you want them to sit at 16 and take someone, or do you want them to no. package picks and move up to get somebody. I package it, dude. Um, something that Ryan McDonough has been saying for the longest is, uh, you know, we've tried to accumulate assets, as he likes to call them, mm-hmm. and um, that's young players and draft picks. And uh, and he's gearing up for a big move. With all the hoopla today about um, Kawhi, mm-hmm. I, I don't want Kawhi. I don't want Kawhi in Phoenix. And, and I mean, he's to me, he's a top five player in the NBA. Um, but the reason I don't want him is because, you know, the injury kind of scares me. I'm just pessimistic. I'm a Suns fan. It's natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I just, I don't know about his injury, first of all. Second of all, is money. Um, we got Devin Booker, and, you know, he's going to command a whole lot of bread coming up soon. And I just want it to be 
as, as smooth sailing as possible. I don't want no hiccups. So I don't want to package it to move it for a player. Um, we have this year's our pick. This year we have uh, Miami's pick. Then next year we have ours. Then we have um, Milwaukee's pick. Mm-hmm. And then in 2021 we have uh, we the have uh, Miami's yep. Miami's pick, and it's unprotected. And I want to package ours this our ours next year. Um, I don't. To be honest, I don't think we have to to pe- put ours in a deal like to move up. By the way, I kind of want either Trey Young or uh, or um, or M- uh, Michael Porter Jr. That's oh, what I was going to ask. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the two. Um, but uh, I I think we can get the Magic's six pick. Um, I think that they need a lot, man. I think they need a lot going forward. Uh, they don't. I think one of you guys said it. They don't really have somebody to build around um, unless you want to. Say Jonathan Isaac. I've been hearing that uh, the the John Gambadoro dude way way back. He said that uh, he thinks that uh, the Suns are going to try to make a big play at Aaron Gordon, but um, I, I think I, I think he might leave Orlando. So I think maybe you know the the, the main piece they got is probably Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I don't know who else. Uh, maybe the the French kid. Uh, <laughs> Fournier. What's his name? Fournier. Yeah. Um, but like you always say, Sean, they they have. Uh, what ten starters? Yeah, so they can pick one of them as a centerpiece. They're all uh, ten starters, think... and none of them are actually like you know great starters. Quality they're all like they're all your fifth option on the on, 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 a, on a good team. Yeah, man. But, but yeah, I think I think they need they need a lot of pieces, and, and we got those. As, I think as long as we jump in front of the Bulls, we'll be able to get. I'm sorry. He's having a seizure right now. Well, it's as okay. We're gonna move up to four, and we're gonna take Mo Bamba. So it's okay. Oh, you can take him. Just leave us those two. But as long as we move in front of y'all and we get um, either M, uh, Michael Porter Jr. or Trey Young, I'm going to be happy. And I, I don't think we have to give up a whole bunch to do that. Uh, I say the 16th this year, the 31st this year, uh, um, and then that, that Milwaukee pick next year, and then we could throw in T.J. Warren, who's uh, got, Ooh. you know, like a, what, a 50, 50-something million uh, dollar contract. Yeah, four years, 50 million. next three. For the next three years, you're attacking yeah, me with that one. I love T.J. Warren. <laughs> I know, and and dude, I'm I, I I was one of the main dudes trying to get him to get resigned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just it depends on who we get. If we get Michael Porter, then I think it makes him that much more expendable, mm-hmm. um, and just with the money that he commands right now. Yep. But you know, I think we could even give up Chris, like just his athleticism alone. You know, I think a lot of these GMs are are super prideful, and they like to take on projects and think that they could you know, turn something into something that, that wasn't there that the other other guy couldn't do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think I think we could package those uh, two first-rounders and then the second-rounder and then one of those players and, uh, and get something, um, get get up there. So I don't know, man. And I, to be honest, I'm willing to even throw in our first-round pick next <laughs> year if we could move into the top five or so. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't really like what's – I mean, R.J. Barrett and – Zion Williamson and all those dudes, like I don't, I don't really see how they fit on on the Suns, and I'm just being selfish with that. But I, I yeah. think the times now, man, we got too many too many young dudes on the team, and we got to take that Warriors approach, which I hate well, the Warriors, by the way. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I've got thought. a yep. I've got a little similarity here. So the Warrior draft plan, they got Steph Curry in 2009. Then two years quick, later, can I say something about that. Go ahead. So, so that 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 uh that 2009, you know the the, the history between the Suns and the Warriors with that draft, right? A little bit, but remind me, so, remind the listeners too. So, 
so we we had we had uh, an agreement in place. I guess a gentleman's agreement mm-hmm. um, with the Warriors. We had we're going to send um, Amari, our first round pick, to the to the Warriors for for the rights to draft Steph mm-hmm. and then um, Beardchich Beer or something like that. One of the power forwards out there, and uh, they agreed to it. You know, um, I guess verbally, and then. They reneged at the last moment, so that's the reason why I hate the Warriors. I mean, they probably couldn't <laughs> well, believe the fact that Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn were taken right ahead. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, we'll do that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm looking back, and I don't want to pour salt in the wounds, but it looks like Phoenix oh, at 14, it, Earl Clark. Um, but the yeah. the comparison I'm going to make is a good one really quick, is the camera's off on us, and you're looking at our logo. So they get Steph in 09. Two years later, they get Clay. The year after, they get Draymond. It looks like the Suns kind of following that same mold a little bit. Starting with 2015, you guys get Devin Booker. Then two years later, which would have been last year's draft, you get Josh Jackson. This year, you get your big with DeAndre Ayton. And it's the same. That's why, for me, this year could be the big one of that was the first year they made the playoffs with Steph was Mm -hmm. his fourth year. Dev Book's fourth year well, this year. And that's something we talked about a little bit earlier in the podcast is the fact that teams need to be more patient. And I, and I think that's something that the, at least the Suns are doing is they're being patient. They're going homegrown talent. And, and Z, not to bash your, your team, not to bash your state, but again, Phoenix is in a hot spot for free agents. So I think it's yeah. something where, again, <laughs> going homegrown talent is what you need to do. And, and Aiton, not only is he homegrown by your draft room, he's also, again, we talked about it, high school, college, uh, from there. So, uh, again, uh, I think Aiton is going to fit beautifully with your sons. Z, I want to thank you for joining us. It was great content for me, and, and we're glad you're a patron. If you want to be a patron like Z, head over to patreon.com. I love how you point the camera. It's a natural thing. But, Z, thank you so much. Well, let's welcome in another patron. It's a double Patreon podcast, like we mentioned at the top, and uh, I'm excited for this one. Jake, uh, our nine-time patron joining us. Uh, Jake came up with this great idea. If you ever saw it on NBA TV, it was during All-Star Weekend. They did an ultimate fantasy draft where they took every single player and picked a team. Jake wanted to do that same thing. So we're welcoming on Jake on the podcast, again, for his nine-time. And here is the layout of it. We are going to draft a starting five, a six-man and a coach. We already picked the order. It's going to go Jake, Ricky, me, Dave, and then Dave, me, Ricky, traditional Jake. Snake. So it's going to be a tra- 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 traditional snake, and we got uh, 20, what, 28 picks. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fun podcast. It's going to be a good segment. And Jake, start us off with your number one overall pick. Uh, yeah, with the number one overall pick, I'm going to go with the most talented and the GOAT. I'm going to go with LeBron James. Mm. He can do any, He can do everything on the court. He can guard one through five. I think it's a pretty easy pick. And LeBron, a debatable goat. Now, uh, one thing I want to throw out there, Jake, real quick. Do you think it's a, a little bit of a wimp move with the with the whole soft cast? Because people are making a big deal about that. You know, showing up and saying like, "Oh, I broke my hand um, after Game 4. Yeah, we did show the. It, there was the report though that said um, he wasn't going to do it until the report leaked. He was not going to wear a, a brace or anything, and then the report leaked, so he just wore it. I mean, I don't think you're very smart to punch a, a whiteboard, but at least he shows he still has passion. Is he, is he a good enough leader, though, Ricky Woodmer? Well, it's it's not about being a good enough leader. It's just the fact of I wouldn't have been – I wouldn't have worn it immediately after losing. I would have waited a day or two and been like, oh, okay, he has it and have it come out after. Even if the report yeah. comes out, I wouldn't have been like, oh, here's my like my brace because I can't remember who it was on either Get Up or um, one of the ESPN shows. They were like – you find it funny that LeBron 
all his post-game interviews was wearing long-sleeve shirts mm-hmm. all the way up until that last one where he wore that short-sleeve one. Like, he really wanted you to see that brace. To like, be fair, hey, I like, really have this brace on. Once it came out, there was no yeah. point in trying to hide it. You can't, like, he's trying to hide True. stupid at I that st- point. I still yeah. wouldn't have like, worn it. I he's not just a, been he's like, as good of a teammate as the man who punched out his own teammate. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy draft, everybody. And uh, let's move on past the uh, soft cast. I guess it's my fault since I brought it up. Mm-hmm. Let's move past the soft cast and, and punching Steve Kerr in the face to go to the man who punched Steve Kerr in the face. Ricky, no, Wimmer, I mean, are you going to shock the world and take someone who's not named Michael Jordan? Well, I, I almost <laughs> thought that Jake was going to take him. Because when he was like the goat and he starts going into it, I'm like, oh, Jake's going to fuck with me, man. He's going to take Michael Jordan. And then he gladly took LeBron James. I got to go with MJ because much like the Portland Trailblazers who are like, dude, we got Clyde Drexler in this. And everyone's like, draft Jordan. That's what everyone was telling Jake. And he Mm. passed on him. And Michael Jordan falls right to me at number two. There you go. Uh, Number two, Michael Jordan goes off the board. One, LeBron James to Michael Jordan. I am on the clock, and I need a facilitator. I need a leader. I am going with Irvin Magic Johnson out of Michigan State University, one of the best players of all time. Also, we're taking prime players. These are their best years. So mm-hmm. I'm taking Magic, who can he defend like a, like a monster. He can score uh, pretty decently, but he is one of the best passers is this like, of all time. Is this Magic against the bad boy Pistons Magic Johnson? Is that the one this we're is, thinking about? This is the best Magic. This okay. is ultimate supreme Magic, uber, uber Magic the Johnson. The one that's basically, we're going to one-hand pass this down to Byron Scott in the Bingo. in the post. There we go, and that's uh, Byron Scott in the post. Yeah, he, he's he was like there. a six four guard. You moron. <laughs> I'm just saying, players can be all Byron over the Scott place. I just said a lake. Hey, Kareem Abdul Jabbar's on our team. Let's give it to Byron no, Scott. No, it was. I, I couldn't remember who the power forward for the Lakers was before I was born. James Worthy. <laughs> and let's go to Dave. Fourth on the. You can give us both now since you have four uh, and five, Dave. Give us your fourth and fifth pick. It is tough. Um, I got a guy I want to take, and then I got a guy like I feel like I have to take. So take them both. No, because they both play the same <laughs> position. That's that's the problem. But like, Dave, positionless basketball, position, man. But not, one to two. Not one when they're three. both at the five. Oh. <laughs> one at the four, one at the five. Who are you going with? Uh, give me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem, okay. like the all-time man, leading scorer. The Great man pick. is a machine, unblockable. Like He just he, he was fantastic. There's nothing to not love about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. block him. Wait, what was that? Did you just say Joel and Beck and block him? <laughs> Get Sky out of here, Jake. What? It's sarcasm. It's sarcasm. <laughs> Skyhooks has what? And you have the fourth pick, so off the board, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kareem, who is now the fifth pick? I feel like I want to go Tim Duncan. Ooh. All right, Timmy D. Lock it on the four and the five. And I am so glad that you left this man available. They are no, don't do it. great buddies. Great rivals. One of the best no. rivals of the 80s. <laughs> yep. Celtics, Lakers, Larry Legend is now on my team. So Magic Thank Johnson God. and Larry Legend, yep. uh, Tim Duncan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, and... I got four words for you, Sean. Just give me a couple. Just give me Can you dig please, it? Please, I'm going with Shaq, baby. Going no! with Shaq at the five. That five. was the guy I was, I was like, I was like, <laughs> can I Go with Shaq at the five. Can I Shaq? Like, was that a thing? I was like, no. No, I can't. That would have been disgusting. No. So, <laughs> you, got, you got your pick. You got your number one. You got LeBron James. But you get screwed over with Larry Bird and Shaq off the board. Jake, who are you going with that? Timmy D eight? was a good pick, too. I'm going to go with my first pick's going to be Wilt. Wilts, you suck. Throwback. Chamberlain. Damn. <laughs> oh, let's see. This is a hard one because, oh, uh, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I already have LeBron to be my main ball handler. Mm-hmm. So I need, I need some off-ball shooting. I absolutely hate this man. And oh, I, I know where it's going. 
I absolutely hate this man, but I'm going to go with Kobe. 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 Nice. Can Kobe work yeah. off ball? I, uh, I do not like Kobe, but, you know, he's a proven scorer. He's going to be consistent 25 a game. He's along with LeBron and Wilt down low, two, th- uh, two of the most dominant players of all time. I wanted Shaq. I wanted Shaq really bad, but we're going to we're gonna sadly move on. Right. Yeah, I'm going to go, go with the mailman, Carl Malone. Carl Malone. We're not recording on a Sunday, so the mail's getting delivered today. I'm going with Malone. All right. Wow. Carl Malone has now been picked. Um, now, here, here's here's my team so far, and, and I'll recap the picks. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Shaq, Wilt Chamberlain, Kobe, and Carl Malone are off the board. Jake has Kobe, LeBron, Wilt. Ricky has Michael, Carl, Shaq. I have Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, and Dave has Tim Duncan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I have a, a good shooter, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and good old Larry. One of the great fundamental shooters but as I, well. I think one thing that I need is another shooter. I need a scorer, and I need a guy that, that that's showing up in big moments. And maybe this is a little bit too early, but I'm going with Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin Durant. That's who I was considering. That's mm-hmm. who I was considering. We're, we're going, going recent. My, my move was going to be Wilt as my, with my third pick, but mm-hmm. yeah, no. now with this now with this move him being off the board, I'm I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Kevin Durant. And maybe people are wondering, where's Bill Russell? Dave, are you going to take Bill Russell even though you already have Kareem? No, I'm just, yeah. Why would I? Take I'm, Bill I'm just Russell wondering. I mean, point. Bill Russell is one of the best gotta, players of all time, and he's still on the well, board. He was one of the best players at his time, and even at his time, he was just one of the best rebounders. He was he's a very good player, but he's not. Mm-hmm. He's not like legendary status in my mind. For if we're picking a team to get up these guys to play together, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Jerry West. Jerry hmm. West. Look at that. I like it. Jerry West off the board. Where do you want to play? Point guard, obviously. Yeah. All right. And then where, where are you going with that uh, at 13? <sighs> See, this is where it gets concerning. Do you have Jerry West, Tim and Duncan, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? You gonna go with the small four position shooting guard? <sighs> I'm gonna go with Steph Curry off ball. Damn it. No! <laughs> Steph is off the board. I was going to go with him. Oh, man. All right. So, off the board. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kareem, Tim Duncan, Larry Legend, Shaq, Wilt, Kobe, Carl Malone, Kevin Durant, Jerry West, and now Steph Curry. This is tough because mm-hmm. I, I was going to go Magic, Bird, KD, then Wilt, then, then, then Steph. Um, I, I, I'm looking, and, and I need someone to play the center position, so it's going to be Bill Russell. He, he is a all monster. Right. He's one yeah. of the best defenders of all no time. Team? And we're, we're, hey, hey. I would say the dream shake. I am shocked. He yeah. won, he won hey, two NBA championships because Michael left. Bill Russell, even though there was eight teams, there was eight teams in the, in the NBA. There was eight Jordan teams in the NBA. He still won 11 titles. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go Bill Russell. He still went up against Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt dominated him, but... Bill Russell still won ships, and that's going to be that's going to be needed when you're going up against legends. You need guys who can be leaders on the floor. And Bill Russell not only is a leader on the floor, but also he, he's one of the best. Uh, you know, he's, he's a very uh, cultured man. He's a he's a guy that's gonna 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 fight off the court as well. So I'm gonna go Bill Russell, a guy that's a, a great all around human being. Now this next man, I don't know if I'm gonna put him as my six man. I do not know if I'm gonna put him at the three. I don't even know if I'm gonna put him at the two because well, I could put here's, MJ here's at the, the thing: as well. if you draft him now, he's in your starting lineup. If I draft him if now, he's, he's in my starting lineup, lineup yeah. then so I got to go, I got Batman, I need Batman's Robin, I'm going with Scottie Pippen, baby. Mm. Oh, I Scottie thought you were going Pippen Dwayne playing Wade. the three, like, man. What? I thought he was going a different way with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I got Jordan, I got my Batman, now I need my, my Robin, and I'm getting him with Scottie Pippen. All right, Scottie's off the board. Your favorite player of all time is off the board, and Steph Curry, mm-hmm. Jake. Who are you going with at 17? No, 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 no. Chris Mullen's my favorite player of all time. <laughs> Chris Mullen's your favorite player of all time? Really? Chris Mullen. Yeah, long story. But right. 
I, I have Kobe as my shooting guard. I'm going to need a lockdown defender next to him, somebody who can also score, but is one of the greatest defensive point guards of all time. I'm going to go with Isaiah Thomas. Mm. Nice. Then, oh, see, I did not one. expect really <laughs> <laughs> nicely played. I'm sorry, you got clearly the Celtics. <laughs> clearly Celtics. Yeah. Isaiah. Well, Lakers. Oh, yeah, Lakers course. it <laughs> or Cavs it. <laughs> Yeah, we're taking, them, we're taking them at their best, so definitely, it's definitely Team no defense, 5'6", Isaiah Thomas and Kobe Bryant on that <laughs> All right, and Jake, you're back up again. Who are you going with uh, on your, I think this is your final pick for your, yeah, this is your final pick for your starting, for five. starting lineup. Yep. Um, I need a stretch four. He is probably, if not the best shooting big of all time, one of them. I'm going to go with Dirk. Nice. There you go. Dirk Nowinski, off the board. One of the best European players of all time. Dirk now rounds up Jake's lineup, which looks like Isaiah Thomas at the one, Kobe Bryant at the two, LeBron James at the three, at the four, Dirk Nowitzki, and at the center, Wilt Chamberlain. Ricky, finish out your starting lineup. I got to go. The last position I need is a point guard. I'm going to go with a guy who can pass the ball. I'm going to go with a guy who can shoot from three. A guy who lost to Michael Jordan. I'm going to go with a guy who can also play defense. I'm going with the short shorts. John, John Stockton. Stockton. I was about to say. I knew you, it was coming. If you weren't about to pick him, I was about to say that I knew was a exactly mistake. Was well, it was either so. him or CP3, and I'm sorry. I don't well, like injuries. But also Carmelo Malone uh, and, and Stockton have Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got that time. I got yeah. the Bulls, and I got the the Jazz. Nope. Right. I got two and two. Yep. So there we go. All right. John Stockton off the board. Uh, now I'm on the board. All right. So I need a shooting guard, and this one might be off the cuff. But this mm-hmm. isn't a guy I was able to watch. But this is a guy made of legends. This is a guy that, if he was playing now, he would be like Steph Curry. And I missed out on Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Pis- oh, God damn it, I messed up. Pistol, Pete Maravich. Oh, all right. Pistol I Pete. respect it. I'll, I'm shocked. I am, I'm a little stumped. I, Who do you think I was going with? I Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Charles Barkley? I mean, I need a two. I'm putting Charles Barkley at the two. D Wade is still available. D Wade no. would have been. I'm like, talking D Wade and his off-ball shooter. I will take. Pistol Pete Maravich. Okay. Dave, round out your starting lineup. Dr. J. Dr. J. Julius. Mm-hmm. Julius Irving. All right. And now Dave. Six man. Who are you going with for to, to, to fill out that bench? First guy off your bench. Uh, Clyde Drexler. Okay. Mm-hmm. Clyde. Clyde. I the Clyde Drexler. Yep. Off the board. So Dave's lineup is now looking like Jerry West, Clyde Drexler uh, coming off your bench. So it's Jerry West, Steph Curry. Who is your Who is your three, by the way? Dr. J. Uh, Julius Irving. Uh, Tim Duncan at the four, Kareem at the five, and now not too bad. Um, good old. I don't say so myself. Good, good old. Who's your Who's your six again? No, uh, Clyde Drexler. There, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm messing up because I'm trying to fill in the, the spreadsheet while also doing this. All right, so I need a six man. Um, I got some flexibility with Larry, Kevin Durant, even Magic. Um, Pistol can even play the the one. Um, I feel like I, I need some some. Oof. Ooh, I I already regret my pick a little. I I, I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Listen, of, if I, you I, pick who, my guy, I'm literally gonna scream. I don't know right? who your guy is. I'm I'm, I'm worried. Not telling you who my guy is because when you'll take him. <sighs> I, I I maybe I don't know if I need another facilitator or not. Oh man. Uh, Wait, is this is this for real? What? I, I'm looking at the sheet. Now there's a name that hasn't been taken yet, and I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So if you don't go with him at six, I'm... I, well, that's probably who he wants to go with. Well, that, that's and, the question. So can you... Sean, we agree podcast. I'm going to I'm gonna send it all across the table to you. I'm trying to figure it out because I honestly have no idea uh, who to go with right now. Uh, did we miss someone really bad? Dude, uh, not yes, we did. He's very good. We missed him. Don't take him. He's very good. Dude, you might rent it on him a little bit. Dave, don't say anything. Wait, what did you say? Dave? You might have rented on him a little bit. I ranted on him a bit? Just, 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 who did I rant on? This is this is horrible podcasting because I can't think of who I ranted on. I, now I've ranted on, huh? Like in the segment, he's ranted yeah. on him. On this, this just, like it was two a short seconds one. ago, it was just a short one. Oh. Hmm. 
I don't know who to go with. Is it who I brought up? Oh, I know who it is. No, don't. Please, <laughs> please don't. I feel stupid for missing him. Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm yeah, that, that, oh, okay. that was right. me. I was, I'm going to keep. I was going to say, like, Jesus Christ, I, I feel stupid. Because here's the like, thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Bill Russell, if I need some offense, pop in Hakeem. So there we go. Yeah. So right. it's my pick? It's your pick. The sixth man that I'm going to go with, Reggie Miller, baby. I need some three-point shooting off the bench. All right. I, I don't really care about that one. <laughs> hey, I... Thanks for, thanks for thanks for taking put Jake, putting together my lineup. Jake and Lightning, my lineup. Jake, who's your guy? Well, mine didn't. Mine isn't updating, so I honestly don't know if this guy got picked or not. So hold on. So it's not updating because I'm trying to do everything on the, on the mm-hmm. side. Oh, okay, so. no, no. I'm just making sure. I'm making sure because I don't want to pick somebody and be really excited and then look dumb. Dirk Stockton, <laughs> Irving. Then who'd you go with? You went with Clyde, Clyde and uh, Clyde and who? Clyde Drexler. Who's um, uh? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, you're like I, one I, row I, off. I misplaced it. This is horrible right. podcast. Can somebody help me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jake. Uh, Jake, just toss that name. I will tell you. All right. And, um, I mean, he is a top 10 player of all time. He was the first man ever to average a triple-double in uh, the regular season. Yeah, big O, Oscar Robinson. The O dies. Mm. All right. Yeah. I thought about, about, it. about it. I wanted to guilt Ricky into taking him. He was going to be Because my, he was, was going to acknowledge Russell Westbrook at that mm-hmm. point. But why would you take Clyde Drexler? Or why would you take Russell, Russell Robertson when you could take over him. Russell Westbrook. Like he was going to be Oscar nice Robertson player, over Russell Westbrook. Russ has done it for two years. Therefore, mm-hmm. he's twice the player. No, nah, not really, but you know. You know where I'm going with that, right? Would you rank? We all know my feelings would, Russell Westbrook. Here, here's one thing. I would rank uh, Russ Westbrook over Jake, Oscar Robertson. Jake gave me a, a list of the top 50 players of all time. It was a, uh, AI was placed below Russell Westbrook. Agree with that? Russ is a better player all time than AI? No. Nope. nope. I don't agree with that. I wouldn't say I think that. You know, AI is you know a better the, player. AI has been to a finals. Really? You know, you know the really funny part is, I think so Russell Russ. Westbrook would thrive with a team like AI had with KD though. He wasn't even the best player on that team. Yeah, let Jake yeah, yeah. speak. Yeah, what'd you say, Jake? No, I was saying I think if you put Russell Westbrook with a team like AI had, where he just has a bunch of shooters who can play, who can shoot threes and play defense and don't need the ball in their hands, and then have a rim protection center kind of like Stephen Adams, I think he would thrive. I don't think he'd make the finals like AI did, but I think he would be better than he is now. Was that a weaker? Was that a weaker NBA though? Could you oh, argue that? 100%. So, I mean, 100%. there you go. But he would have won He would have won the finals if the conference finals wasn't rigged. That's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't rigged. Yeah. I mean, what, Clay went off for 39 there? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, Jake, you are now up. Oh, no. I'm not... Oh, what, what's that? Uh, about, I, was yeah. about, I, was, I was talking about that. I was talking about the Lakers. Uh, yeah, the yeah, Lakers. Step over. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. But, Jake, you're now coach, up right? for, for, for head coach. Who, who's, who's leading these, oh. these six men into battle? Taking the greatest, greatest coach of all time. Kind of where LeBron should go this summer. I'm going to take Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich, nice call. Off but of uh, you're wrong. Wow, Dude, like you're just I was, wrong. I was not like I was all ready to Phil take Jackson my second ready. option oh, because I'm going to take Phil Jackson because you're wrong. You got the he's MJ not, connection. He's already. not overrated. Not really, only, he had MJ not only and do Scotty, and he has tracking. Not only do I have the MJ Scotty connection, Dave, who was actually better than Kobe Bryant, like per metrics. When they were playing together in LA, I just—he's not overrated. I was ready to take Chuck Daly because I'm like, you know what, Jake's gonna take. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sean, you gotta—you feel happy to steal a Chuck like, Daly? No, no, I'm like, I'm like, you not. know what? I'm like, Jake's gonna take Phil Jackson, but if you're gonna give me Jordan and then give me Phil Jackson, I gotta take him. I have to. Sean, please re- don't take mine I am though, because really I literally don't have a plan. I don't have a backup plan. Sean. I don't know who your who your, your pick is. <laughs> I literally have no backup plan. So. I, I mean, here's here's my thought. I was going with. 
a guy that I'm, I'm trying to figure out a guy that's mm-hmm. that, that's going to be fitting my system. Yeah. I want ball movement. Yep. I want switching. Yep. I want defense. Yep. I want the guy that's leading the NBA now. I have athletic players that Perfect. kind of mold the greatest team right now in the NBA. Perfect. Steve Kerr. All right, I, hmm. I'll, I'll take uh, one of the best coaches in front office men ever in Pat Riley. Oh, okay. That's I knew one. that's who you right. were thinking. I was, I was doing this. Yeah, no, he was number three on yeah. my list. See, because he was play, number two on mine. We're playing. Pop. We're playing now. We're playing now. I'm not saying that you know these guys aren't great. You Pat had Riley, Magic Johnson, but, but I have Magic Johnson, and you went away from mm-hmm. Pat Riley. Yeah. So. No, no, that's Kerr's good. Kerr's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm I, not saying like. Well, he's also you, got you're Kevin Durant. Talk, you're talking about this boy over here praising the greatest coach of all time, the Zen mm-hmm. Master, and and your coach. All he's done is walk into the best situation in existence. But as far as head coaching jobs, those guys love each other, and then recruit another player who is a top two player in the NBA. He doesn't even need the like, coach like, again. He again. literally wasn't even there for an entire year, and they again, still won. What, would they still be the the, the the same team without Steve Kerr? I don't know. We'll never see. Mark Jackson got fired. I know. Uh, so really, didn't Luke Walton go like thirty-four and two or something? Like yeah, that? he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying, but he's proven that he can coach a great team. So why not just put Luke him in Walton's there? Open the court. Hard. It's like Katie. Kobe, Kobe pass it. It's harder to be the best player on a good team than the best player on a bad team. But, sorry. <laughs> not I'm wrong. Sorry. He's not wrong, but the way he said it was completely false. He's basically trying to tell everybody he was better than LeBron, but that's just. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And now. Cover for another day. Let's recap the the teams. Jake's team: point guard Isaiah Thomas, shooting guard Kobe Bryant, small forward LeBron James, power forward Dirk Nowitzki, center Will Chamberlain, six man not Will Chamberlain, it's, uh, Oscar Robinson. Oscar Robinson. Uh, then at coach Greg Popovich, Ricky's team: point guard John Stockton, shooting guard Michael Jordan, small forward Scottie Pippen, power forward Carl Malone. I was about to say center Shaq O'Neal. Uh, six, Reggie Miller and coach Phil Jackson. Were we, we going to jump in, Jake? You could tell Ricky grew up in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a killer team. <laughs> he he exclusively drafted 90s. The only, well, no, I was going to take Timmy D, but you took Timmy D first. He like, had to take the child molester. He was, I mean, you go with Carl Malone. He was. He was. I just wasn't expecting <laughs> you to say it. I have no problem acknowledging that. So, all right, fuck Carl Malone. He's a friend of the podcast. Fuck Carl Malone. Uh, and my team, uh, point guard Magic Johnson, shooting guard Pete Maravich, uh, small forward Larry Bird, power forward Kevin Durant, center Bill Russell, six man Hakeem Olajuwon, and at coach, I have Steve Kerr leading those men in the battle. And then Dave uh, has Jerry West at the point, shooting guard Steph Curry. Do you want to switch that? I mean, feel free. But for me, I yeah. like Steph off ball, but, you know. Okay, all right, well, I'll leave him off ball. They, small, they can create together. Small forward Julius Irving. Then at power forward, Tim Duncan. Center, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And then at six, you got Clyde Drexler and coach Pat Riley. We obviously cannot decide who, who has the best yeah. team. So well, you guys got no man. Ricky can decide no, who's the best team in the Indies. So let us know in the comments below. The best team Shut up. I'm telling him to do something. <laughs> in the comments below, let us know who you think would win uh, overall. Who do, who do you think would, would have the best chances? Who wins right now? Who wins in the 1990s? No, who wins in who the wins 1960s? Now? If, 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 I got LeBron. I'm going to the finals. It, it, <laughs> all these players at their peak. The coaches in their best year, or at least the coaches when they're the healthiest, at least for me, yeah. um, <laughs> take all that in, and who would win in today's NBA? Who would win with the, today's rules? I'm, I think it's oh, me. Today's me, rules? LeBron. What? 
What? What? what? Man, so that's LeBron's still, best still now. fluid. So really, and, and like it's, it's Jake's got LeBron, I've got LeBron Jordan, James so we're in the finals. Sorry, Dave and Sean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? Magic Johnson went to a ton of the finals. Same with Larry Bird. Also, Bill Russell has Bill 11 Russell, rings. Yeah, Come on. Like, what are you talking about? Hakeem has two. Right. Bill Russell has 11. Jake, Kevin Durant has Jake, two. Jake, we're just Larry in the league Bird, of our own, man. Four. Uh, Pete yeah, right. Mervis doesn't have any, but Magic Johnson, I think, has a, I don't know how many Magic has off the top of my head, but he's we're got a couple. Gonna, we're going to soundbite uh, that, by the way, without me saying something and Jake <laughs> saying, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you just agreed with Ricky on record. Yeah, we agree podcast. Uh, 2.0. Get that out Mars of here. Is better. All right, anyways, let us know who you think is going to win uh, in the comments down below. Who has the best team? Uh, Ricky, who do you think, uh, besides yourself, has the best team? Um, Not you. Um, I would say that <laughs> maybe I like Jake's team because not only does Jake have uh, LeBron, but when LeBron doesn't want to shoot in the final second, he's got Kobe. How are those going to work together? Kobe, uh, Kobe's going to want the ball. Kobe needs the ball hands. because LeBron's going to be. I mean, and you got Isaiah. Ta- like I like Jake's team. I think Isaiah. Thomas I really like lift. Jake's team. I think there's there are better point guards available. What, okay, what, about, like, what about the fact that it said LeBron said the next team's career was play off ball, so we got Kobe for that. Kobe's not going to pass either or. He can well, play off ball and sit in the corner. Like, he doesn't, you know he doesn't need to. What? You miss, and then Wilt or Oscar or Dirk just tip it right yeah, in. Yeah, except Wilt is no longer the tallest man by seven inches. <laughs> so there's kind of a problem there. But also, He's still tall as fuck. Well, Will, Will, Will is the most athletic person of all time. I don't know. What's that, Jake? And he, he, you know, you cut Wilt's numbers in half. You know, he only averages like 25 and 12. You know, it's like, cause you average like, what, 53 and 23 the one year? 15 and 25. 15 and 25. Cut those in half. You know, cut those in half. Yeah, and I'm sure the 5'11 center on the other team was real sad He about went up one. against Bill Russell and put up 40. <laughs> and he grabbed 55 rebounds against Bill Russell in a game. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. Come on. That's, why, that's why Bill Russell went behind <laughs> Will Chamberlain, but I would have I passed that. I, passed that Will Chamberlain. I was going to pass I mean, Bill Russell look, this is This is my I team. Really all right, all right, come on. Magic Johnson. He's going to be able to stop John Stockton because he's bigger, he's faster, he's, he's, oh, he's stronger than John Stockton. Pete Maravich, yeah, he's not going to be able to go, go, go up against Jordan, but mm-hmm. again, we can put Maravich on Stockton and have Magic go up against Jordan. Larry Bird is one of the most dynamic well. scorers of all time. Yep. Kevin Durant, nobody can really guard him, honestly. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen does not have the height to guard Kevin Durant. He's five inches taller I'm than Scotty like, uh, Tim Pippen. Duncan? KD's quicker than Tim Duncan. Is he, though? Prime KD? Yes. Prime Will, Duncan? Will, Prime KD. Will. Wilt Will. is going to get crossed over by KD. He's never seen a crossover in his life. <laughs> he's never seen a Euro step. Oh, God. He just said he's the most athletic player ever. Then he's like, nah, he's going to get crossed When Wilt was playing, America was still under English uh, rule. you back to what you just said like two minutes ago. You just said he's... Well, he's Shot, not on my team, so I'm defending whatever the hell makes and him also, look good. And then also, exactly. when, Bill, no when Bill Russell gets... Uh, tired when Bill Russell is not doing great defensively. Let's put in Hakeem, who's one of the most fluid offensive bigs of all time. Come on. Yeah, when it's... Kobe doesn't want to pass the ball, let's bring in Oscar. So you're gonna no. put Kobe on the bench? Yeah, if he doesn't want to pass the ball, and he's Kobe's one of the best scorers of all time. You're gonna put him on the bench? Yikes. Oh, Kobe's gonna walk into the locker room because he's gonna throw a hissy fit. You know what I yeah, think is, and this is kind of off topic of what you're talking about. Um, I, that I find more, like, not impressive, but interesting. Mm-hmm. Just guys that I had that I'm like, okay, if I get this deep, where am I going to go? Who didn't get drafted? Point guard, CP3. Yeah, that's that's why I thought Jake should have taken a two, Isaiah. A two-guard, like, D-Wade. Oh, at the four, KG and, shoot the well, three at all. KG and Charles Barkley still available. And at the five, Ewing. And because I'm like, all right, if I need a six-man and Reggie's gone and stuff, I put Bill Walton down. 
No. <laughs> and then all four of my coaches, except no. for Chuck Daly, I'm gone. You would have taken Bill Walton, cool. I would have walked out of my room. Yeah, thank you, Jake. <laughs> well, hey, man, he's an energy out guy out. off the bench, man. He's going to be high every time he shows up to practice. Not gonna be mm, so is JR. That's, yeah, and he cost them the final game one. <laughs> Dave, I asked Ricky, who do you, who you think is the best team out here? Me. Well, <laughs> outside of you. you. Me. Outside of you. Because if Dave's going him, I'm going me. <laughs> I'll, just end, I'll, I'll, tr- I'll end this segment right now if you're not going to play along. All right, Dave. You, you vote for me. I'll vote for you. No, no, no. For you Jake. are for Jake. Realistically, the 90s, the 90s Bulls plus the, plus 90s the Jazz, Jazz plus Shaq. Like, that's a pretty good team. I think Jake missed out on point guard, but he's his team's scary as hell. But how are those guys going to play together? Sean, how are you guys going to play together? These guys are leaders. These guys are winners. No, like you really think I should have taken CP3 over Isaiah Thomas when I said I needed? Okay, but Chris Paul's going to get hurt before the no. It's prime. Sean clearly said it's it's prime prime players. No, he didn't hurt. The one thing is, Will Chamberlain is he always gets hurt. Will Chamberlain never gets hurt. It doesn't matter. But it's prime. You were taking a prime snapshot of the player. If you don't like Isaiah Thomas, then take Isaiah Thomas out and put Oscar in. Like that's why you have Oscar. He can do everything. He can the, rebound. He can pass. He doesn't need the ball. He does everything one, worse than Russell Westbrook. You're right. So why say, would you take him? The that one thing false. I will say to defend Jake is when Isaiah Thomas did get injured in one game, he played on it and still played very well in that finals game against the Lakers. Wow. I, I will say, I think besides me, I think Sean has the best team. Thank you, Jake. Because I think Kevin Durant being able to score from anywhere, and then you have Larry Bird on the outside, and you have Magic with the, with the ball most of the time. And Pistol Pete, again, is another guy who can do everything. Sean, if you had CP3 like over Pistol Pete, would have been I would have started Hakeem. I would start Hakeem over Bill Russell if I was if I was Yeah, Sean same here. There. But the only reason Steve I go... Steve would put JaVale McGee in probably. So. <laughs> That's fair. But the only reason why I, I, I went Bill Russell first is because I want a leader. I want a leader yeah, out no, there. Yeah, no, I can see that. So, I mean, he also... He also well, okay, we're not talking about Bill Magic Johnson's like, not good enough know. leader? Why, why do you need one leader? You have yeah, exactly. three leaders out there. And Larry, Bill Russell, and Magic Johnson. Anyways... We're gonna end this segment. <laughs> Let us know who you think is the best team down below. I would I would agree that it's it's Me. probably unfortunately I'm gonna have to go with Dave. Because um, the thing is is like Jake's team doesn't work as a team because again Kobe and LeBron James yeah right Popovich will make it work. Um, Popovich just got rid of his best player. Um, Not yet. He didn't get rid of him yet. Well he he ran him out of town. Uh, Dang. And, and, yeah, it was all him. And, and I, I really like Steph Curry. I don't know about the Jerry West pick. Um, but I, I was looking. I was eyeing Tim Duncan. I was obviously eyeing Kareem. I was eyeing Steph. Um, the Julius pick was a little iffy, though. Uh, I'll give you that, especially with Scotty on the board. No, Scotty was, Scotty was gone. Um, I, I don't know. I think I think that Oscar might have been a better fit than, I, than I Julius. I don't like Oscar. I, if Julius can't shoot, so really? or I don't know if he can shoot. I don't know. I don't remember I was saying, Julius. You have, you have off some stats um, for Julius? But the only thing I know for for Julius is uh, is, is his driving ability and his dunk ability. Because like he he. I think his worst year, uh, his field goal percentage was but that, but, forty. No, I'm talking threes. Eight. Is he gonna be able to stretch out? Yeah, I get it. I get the three ball wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. but like I still the, the dude could score. He could score in bunches. Yeah. He could board like nobody's business. Decentness, decent passer, and defensively, freaking monster. Like the I don't know. True. I got a problem with that. Let us know. And, yeah. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what are you saying? No, I was going to talk about Jerry West actually being, like, legit. I, mean, I like Jerry West. He's a logo for a reason, but I don't know. Uh, anyways, let us know down in the comments below. Who do you think has the best team out of this fantasy team? It was, it was probably as hectic as the NBA TV one um, yeah. where, uh, <laughs> where Chuck went with AI, number one overall. Well, uh, you know what backcourt would be scary in this NBA? What? Reggie and Steph. Just the two best three-point shooters. I think Clay is one better to have. I think Clay is 100 times I'm sorry to take Clay instead of Reggie. I, have, I mean— 
Clay played better defense. Reggie was off a good three-point shooter. Look at 90s. my entire, like, yeah. all my other team I mean, is Stockton, Jordan, I know. and Pippen all in Clay defense. was better than Reggie. What are you saying, Jake? You're dropping him. I would say don't underrate the impact of Dirk Nowitzki. That dude. The step back, man. We haven't, talk, we haven't talked about him. I'm just saying he's a freak. That's fair. I, I love it. Also, your boy uh, Reggie Miller also didn't even shoot over 40% from his career. From three. It's a different oh. time. What do you mean it's a different time? He was taking less threes. So no, he was going to have to take saying, more like, threes in now. In this NBA, he'd be making way more threes than he did why? back in the 90s. Because the rules were different and the three ball wasn't as... Uh, so why is he making more if he's taking more? Also, the three ball line was actually shorter in the 90s for a bit. So I'm just saying, if he if he couldn't shoot over 40% then, what makes you think he's better shooting now? It's one of the greatest shooters of our time. And yet, Clay Thompson's of your better than time. him. Steph no, of our him. time. Of all time. Not Reggie nine. Miller's no. easily in the top five. Like Ray Allen. Five. Steph. I'll give him five. Uh, he might maybe. be number five. I don't know. I, I, I still think Steve Nash might be a better shooter than him. Um, anyways, this guy let us know. Go. That was, I was... Keen him for for my second, but Hakeem was on the board. Yeah. Anyways, let us know who you think is you know, the the best all time team. Who drafted the best all time team uh, on the it's fast Dave. break? Uh, it's the end of the podcast as well, so we that want to thank man. Jake uh, for joining us and giving us topic a fun thirty minutes. We also yeah. want to thank thank our boy Z for joining us as well on this Patreon podcast. Let us know if what your thoughts about the fantasy draft was. Uh, you know, LeBron possibly leaving Cleveland and where he'll go. And also Kawhi, are they both going to go to uh, Jake's team in, in, in uh, Philadelphia? Let us know. Um, but that's going to do it for. Dave Oster for Ricky Wimmer. I'm Sean Anderson for Jake, for Zani. Don't forget to check out patreon.com slash Podcast, iTunes, um, and mostofpodcast.com. But we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.